The Crash and Mars podcast. A Massachusetts wo- woman who flipped her car um, is making the news all because of her unique headshot. Her headshot basically makes you want to say, hey, girl. Oh, okay. As soon as you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Moore was all smiles after she was arrested following a two vehicle crash that reportedly caused Shannon's vehicle to flip over. Now, apparently, she's a super happy-go-lucky person. She told firefighters and police that she's the happiest person in the world. <laughs> uh, she declined to cooperate with firefighters when they arrived to see if she had been injured. Uh, and it all, of course, was because she had been drinking. Oh, look at that. She didn't want anybody to get close to her to smell it. That is a happy mugshot. Yeah, it's the happiest mugshot in the world. I see the hey girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to take the drunk driver's side, but she does look like she's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, she does look like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, of course, was arrested for operating a vehicle under the influence. And uh, the good news is is that no one was injured in this story, not the vehicle she hit, and not herself, as you can tell by her, hey! Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say her mugshot the following day is probably not the same. After she sobered up in yes. the drunk tank. Yeah. Are you allowed to smile in your mugshot? I think in the States, probably. Can you do what you want in there? I've never had a mugshot. Because no one does, except for Hey Girl here. Yeah. But there's always, usually they're so obliterated that they don't even know oh, their photos being shots, taken, yeah. right? Where this one, she's lit up and she's having a good time. She's still in, like, full party mode. She didn't go into, like, angry, depressed, sad, drunk mode. Okay, police officers, if you're, um, if you know, can, if you were to arrest me, can I smile in my mugshot? Or is it like a passport photo? Or is it, yeah, or, or do you guys not allow people to smile? Do we even do mugshots? I think we do mugshots. Like yeah. if, like if yeah, I think so. If I'm busted, uh, like smashing a door, and the cops handcuff me, bring yeah. me in, yeah. are they taking my mugshot for that? Getting those prints in that muggy. I think so. Like I just picture just prints. Do they because need my mugshot? Because when they release stories, when the police release stories to the press about like so-and-so's out, yeah. it's with his mug, that person's mugshot. Yeah, but that's, I think that's just a, a shot from their Facebook page. No, it's not. It's usually their mugshot. Mm. And that's what they're posting up down at the post office. Mm. Edmonton's most wanted. Mm. The, ten, um, the 10 up there are always mugshots, right? I think. Well, they just look like regular headshots. Do we not do mugshots? Well, I don't think people are going and getting their 8x10s done. <laughs> and then... Well, no, but I think they're just cropped and people uh, scoop them off of social media pages. That's why, like, uh, the people that are released and they're like, oh, high risk to reoffend. He doesn't actually look like this photo because that's a photo from 10 years ago kind of thing, right? Oh, good point, buddy. Yeah. Like that last one that was released. That guy didn't even look anything like the photo that uh, was released by media. That's true. I remember, though, being a kid and being at the grocery store. And while my mom was paying for groceries, sometimes they had big, large posters. Oh, yeah. Of, the, of, like, Canada's Most Wanted. Yeah. You're talking, like, old Western days? Yeah, and that when was... When you go through the saloon doors right. and it's <laughs> dead or alive. One yeah. nail's holding up this scroll. Mm. <laughs> Mom was tying the horse up to the head. <laughs> There's been some changes. <laughs> but I remember as a kid looking at that, and it was all, like, individual black and white mugshots, mm. I assumed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an anonymous right? cop texting in. Thank you. Uh, says, you get your mugshot taken when you're charged with an offense. That's okay. fingerprints and all that. You can smile if you want to, but you just look dumb doing it. Oh, okay. So you're, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, point. all right. So <laughs> you can smile. You just look dumb. All right. And no one's having a great day when they're arrested. No. Oh, here's another question. Would you guys let me touch up my makeup first? 
I don't think you're getting any access to makeup. Because I wouldn't... Oh, I, it's in my purse. I always have makeup in my well, purse. Well, they're not going to let you go in your purse. And could you do multiple shots so we get some good angle? I don't think angle? so. You tried that at the registry. Another uh, police officer texting in saying, hey guys, I've had people smile in their mugshot, yeah. but it doesn't help their case in court. If you say to a judge you're remorseful, but the judge is looking oh, at you. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey! Yeah. You're full finger guns in your... Yeah. Oh, and no touch-ups? Ah. No touch-ups. Yeah, Jen says, we take prints and photos when someone's charged. Okay. You can smile if you want. I know a guy, I know a guy who makes people smile. Oh. All right. Oh. oh. Do they have a... After the mug show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe no touch-up, Marzi, because they have like a makeup gal on site. That'd be nice. Who will do it for you. The Bring my makeup artist. round LED light. Yeah. <laughs> hair and makeup. So, what'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you That'd waiting for? That'd be great. All right. Well, I'm glad that we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Hey Girls mugshot is up in the app as well, mm. if you want to have a look at it. All right. Off to... Where is this? This is... They just say in the UK. For those of you guys who wear contacts tell me if you think that this would ever in a trillion years happen to you a bluish mass was discovered in the patient um, of a woman who was having problems with her eye she's 67 years old and she was actually scheduled to have cataract surgery in order to help her see more Mm -hmm. now when they got in there though it turns out that she didn't necessarily have cataracts but a surgeon in the UK found 27 missing contact lenses. <gasps> no. She was and just they stacking just, them. They just, she was stacking them, you guys. Was she putting them one on top of the other, or are they piled into like her eyelids, like above and below? Can that happen, Haley? You wear contacts. Yeah, sometimes I have to be careful. I'll lose one, oh. and I got to like roll my eyes oh around my and try and find it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's still in there. And you like, what, lift your eyelid and poke around a bit? Well, sometimes I'll just do this. Okay, like, rub the eyelid. Like, stop at the top of my eyelid yep. and then massage it down and then do the same from that way, oh. from the bottom up. And it's, to... it'll eventually slide out and then you pull it out? Yeah, it'll suction onto my iris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, I guess they're not going to go back. Yeah, I guess they shouldn't be able to go all the way back, right? Well, if you're not careful, I think they can. What? you got to oh. be really, really careful because stuff gets lost up in the eyelids and stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. How far back can a contact go? <laughs> You'd be surprised. I pulled, I pulled like a five inch dog hair out of my eye. <laughs> really? Yes. I was like, oh, what is that? I thought it was just like an eyelash. And then I pulled and it just kept coming out. Of my <laughs> <eye>. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> that is nasty. And you can feel it sliding. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> Get a dog, guys. Yeah, that sounds fun, doesn't it? Oh, geez. Well, now I wonder then if maybe if it was all over maybe her they're one just eye, piled all over the place. It yeah, just got lost and tucked up in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it might have squished a nerve or something and made uh, I don't and know. Blurred her vision. Mm-hmm. Here's what they say: they say that the uh, operating team, which included an ophthalmologist with more than 20 years' experience, said that none of them had ever seen anything like this before. It was such a large mass; 17 of the contact lenses were all stuck together. They all said that they were surprised that the patient didn't notice because they figured that that many contacts would cause a, a great amount of irritation. Oh, my mm-hmm. vision's getting worse. Yeah. She just keeps adding contacts. I, the patient had been wearing monthly disposable contact <gasps> lenses. Monthlies? 
for the past 35 years, but did not attend regular optometrist appointments. I I feel like a lot of people drag out their monthlies to yeah. like six monthlies. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I sometimes will stretch it out to a month and a half. Uh, oh yeah, if yeah. I can. Do you find that they break down, or what's the what's the deal with them? They just get really like fuzzy because oh. like my vision gets fuzzy with them because yeah, they yeah. start to lose their shape and uh, okay. they degrade a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. She only had this in one eye though. Yeah, how do you lose them in just one uh, eyeball? They don't know. They, they're they so confused by this. Take out one and forget to take out yeah, the Yeah, maybe she's just forgetting. And she's like, oh, I think I took it out. We can have a strong eye and a weak eye. Yeah. Does one ever just need contacts and the other one's good to go? Maybe. Because you see some people with uh, like a thicker lens on one side. Mm-hmm. But they still have lenses on both. Yeah, that's true. I remember being a little girl and my mom wore contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember her contact lens like um, holder. Mm-hmm. And I remember kind of like sticking my finger in there one day and being like, what's in here? Just putting your dirty fingers uh, I was in a there. Li- I was a little, little kid. Right after you just went to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little girl. But my mom's contacts were like little... Pieces of glass? Yeah, they, they were like plastic discs. Oh. Like they were hard. Mm-hmm, some of them are. Oh. Like they're, you used to be able to get hard contact lenses. Are and those then the ones that soft. you can wear for like a year? I have no like idea. Like not straight, but I don't you know. take them out? I don't think they exist anymore. Mm. I don't think so. That's just how contacts so. were. Yeah. yeah, pieces of plexiglass. In your yeah, eyes. no, literally they were. <laughs> we didn't yeah, have the technology. Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think anybody wears heart unless I'm wrong. Then please correct me. But are they formed to your eye, or maybe that's why the disposables is so good now? Because maybe your mom's was like no, scanned I don't, and I don't formed think so. to your eye. You it, have to buy a certain size. Mm-hmm. Like there's a certain diameter that you have to get across. Mm. So when you go to the optometrist and get your prescription, they also measure what size contact you would wear. Oh. Yeah. I've never put a contact in my eye. Really? I've tried, but I've never successfully put it in. I've never put one in either. Oh, yeah. It was probably bad. It was like a house party thing. And we're all like, let's put in someone's contacts. No. Yeah, Just a ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I think we, d- we did that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've tried and it would not go in. I'm so but stupid. meanwhile, I can touch my eye. No problem. Yeah. Sounds like a crazy party. <laughs> <laughs> you contact people, Haley. Yeah. Rach wears contacts. So you're too willy nilly with your eyes. I don't yeah. like the speed you guys go in oh, there Oh, just like... With. Yeah. Mm. Take some time. Well, I've done it like every single day since I was in grade five. Can, it's, your, it's your eyeball. Can you touch your eyeball? No. You can't do it? I'm bad with eye drops, too. Really? I'm you, not great with eye drops, yeah. either. Do you close your eye before it hits? Yeah. Yeah? And I just blink. I'm like, I'm sure I'm getting some. <laughs> <laughs> I do the exact same thing. It's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, the hard contact lenses do still exist. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you for that. Are they, like, perfectly fit to your eye? They I must believe be, right? so. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. But yeah, I remember just being shocked that my mom was putting like a, like Crash said, like a plexiglass piece. Yeah, that's wild. Like an extra lens over your eyes. Isn't that wild? You drop him, it's like. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. So watch your, this woman, by the way, she's going to be okay. But they're they're wondering if there's something else. Yeah. Like if there's another reason there as to why that went went awry on her. Because it is a little weird. All right. The average guy could have a big hole in his foot and still not see a doctor about it. So this tracks. Mm-hmm. A recent survey looked at the top reasons why men refuse to go to the doctor or make a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And over half said that one of these four excuses factor in. So guys, if this is you and you need to go to the doctor, but you don't want to make a doctor's appointment or go, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you just go. Yeah. Right? But what if I got a busy day? I got some meetings. Yeah, this I gotta is exactly I got to finish exa- this I gotta is exactly a project. It. 
So, I'm also a man. Oh, that, oh my God. The crash just went through my whole list. So here's a list of reasons and excuses as to why dudes won't go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Number one, it makes them feel like a wimp. Well, well, you just yelled, I'm a man, into your microphone. I'm Does a it man. really, though? It doesn't make you feel like a wimp. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go for a little poker cut. Like, simmer down there, put some well, crazy no, glue is... on it, put some electrical tape. You're All good. Right. Number two, you're too busy. All the time. Cash said that as well. I have no time for cuts. Number three, it'll just heal itself on its own. It does. And number four, it's easier to go to the ER if it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is. If there is some crazy infection or I feel like passing out, then maybe I'll go to the ER. Other than that, pfft, all right. Throw a little um, uh, alcohol on there. Sure. Clean it out, some right. peroxide, and uh, glue it up. Oh my God. This study also found that there's one thing that can get men to go to the doctor, and that one thing is a woman telling him to go. Mm. 56% of guys said the top things that can get them to see a doctor is their wife their girlfriend, or their mom telling them to make an appointment. And if that happens, they are much more likely to do it if one of those people tell him to go to the doctor. See, with Crash, I actually have to make the appointment and then drive him there. Uh, and it's always a waste of time. I come back in, out and I go in the car and Mars like, oh my God, so what's happening? And I'm like, they said I bumped my knee. And there's nothing they can do about it. Well, yes, but... She's like, did you ask all the questions? Well, that you also I don't... I asked all the questions, and he tapped my knee, and he's sending me for uh, uh, an ultrasound. <laughs> oh, my God, an ultrasound? <laughs> That's not crashes. Yep, an ultrasound. That is not... And it's, he scheduled, scheduled it for today. You got an ultrasound for today? It's critical. And then I go get the ultrasound. And they're like, well, there's nothing. It looks like it was just a bump. Oh, my God. Thank God we got to the bottom of it. That, and then I blew a whole day. That is a complete exaggeration mm. of what happened. No. I also don't sound like that. Yeah, it's I am even calm. more intense. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am calm, cool, and collected. I'm as cool as a cucumber. I think so. Mm -hmm. Sometimes pretty intense. No. Nope. Because what was the last thing where I, uh, oh, I tripped. Uh, going up our deck and smashed my knee on the Well, staircase. that I thought was broken because you fell hard. And I couldn't mm -hmm. walk for a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mara's like immediately like, like get me into the ER. I'm like, I, it's fine. I just bumped my knee. You got to be careful though. On what? The deck? Just in general. <laughs> like as you get older, it, your body okay. doesn't heal as fast. I'm still young and spry <laughs> and I can, I can do a lot. <laughs> That's true, Haley. Yeah, I, yeah. I can still manage. <laughs> I'm even starting to heal slower. It's rough. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's totally mm -hmm. rough. All right. This entire morning show basically runs on coffee between Crash, Ginge, and Haley. You guys yeah. are just chugging it back all morning. I'm almost done mine. Yeah. We need a coffee sponsor. We do. Well, we got we have got coffee. No, no. I no. want Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, Haley wants Starbucks. Starbucks are bust. Sales! No, don't. Hey, sales! Get us a Starbucks. Coffee sponsor. <laughs> Can we get like an IV drip of ice brew, like the cold brew? Yes. I just yeah. want, I want to wheel around an IV bag all day. Oh, that'd be so good. And you need to, to get up as early as we do and be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes you want to laugh at 4.40 yeah. quite like coffee. We'll run your business uh, fun imaging. That's like Crash Marshall powered by... Yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. You there see yourself go. sipping on our iced oh. coffees. Yes, I well, want that. A team of researchers in Scotland looked at how late in the day.
day you can drink coffee. Do you guys cut yourself off at a certain time? Yeah, I basically just drink coffee for the morning show. Yeah. And then if I need a little boost later on in the day, sometimes I'll have an energy drink. But mm. most of the time, I try, just try to ride it out to like 7.30 and then I right. can go to sleep. Yeah, I, 3 o'clock is my cutoff. Okay, yeah. well, the answer is you should actually stop drinking stuff within uh, six hours before bed. So anything with caffeine, six hours before your bedtime, you should be cutting it off. After that, apparently, it can mess with your internal clock. Mm-hmm. The study also found that drinking four to five cups a day is totally fine as long as you stop earlier enough. But some people metabolize caffeine more slowly, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Another big study, and this is good news, found that just drinking three to four cups a day can lower your risk for liver cancer. And it tracked a half a million people for more than a decade. And coffee drinkers were 49% less likely to die of chronic liver disease. So pour yourself a cup. Hmm. Get to it. I know uh, some people that drink coffee right till bedtime. They'll take a coffee to bed. Your mom did that, didn't she? Oh, my mom, yeah. She would probably go through many pots of coffee throughout the day. And yeah, she would take a coffee to bed. And then first thing in the morning, you get up, coffee. Yeah. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. 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 She was vibrating all day. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. text here says, good morning. Sometimes I chug a coffee and then go to go to bed right after. Oh. I, I've read studies, though. There's been some stories coming out that they're like, oh, great news. Coffee's not actually bad for you before bed. I just can't sleep. Yeah, like, does caffeine not affect some people? Like, it just keeps you guys up? Like, I know or, if I have coffee before, like, an afternoon nap some days, I still pass out no problem. I do not have a problem having an afternoon nap after yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because I'm just deathly tired. Or that what. might be it. Yeah, <laughs> your body's overriding the coffee. Yeah, yeah, my body's like, sorry, you're you're down. exhausted. Does yeah. anybody drink a cup of coffee right before bed? Like not decaffeinated, but regular caffeinated? Someone's got tips too. It says you can offset the caffeine with wine, a bowl, or a doobie, and then your sleep <laughs> problems are gone. Oh, so have a cup of coffee, smoke um, a spliff, yeah, and then blast a doobie Right. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Good to know. That works. <laughs> Uh, this one, jo- uh, Joanne North said, "I don't. If I don't have a coffee before bed, I don't sleep." That's like crash. That's what Crash's mom used to do. She yeah. didn't have coffee. She didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe oh, if weird. you just have so much of it, it works. It yeah. has like the reverse effect on you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's Crash's scientific study, and it is really good. <laughs> it's as good as the science on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Has anybody, anyone listening ever felt really proud of their cooking skills? Yeah. Sometimes when I yeah. put together a good feel dish. Good about it? Yeah. Mm. How well would you do without the internet to help you out? Probably mm. pretty okay. You think you would know like all the spices and everything, proper temperatures to cook? I I'm really good at cooking. That's awesome. Huh. Yeah, like I'm very good at cooking. That's not what Hayden's text says. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hayden's gonna start starving now. <laughs> Someone polled over ten thousand people and asked them how many meals could you make without looking at a recipe? Oh, a bunch. I can make a bunch now. Yeah. 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 25% of people said it's less than four meals. Oh. Yeah. Like they have their couple classics and that's it. Yeah. So if those people had to make dinner for a week, they would have to double up on three of those meals. Mm. 31% of people said that they could make between four and 10 different meals without a recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably where I'm sitting. 39% said more than that. And 6% of adults claimed they couldn't make anything without looking up the internet or a recipe. It's just so handy. Mm-hmm. It's great, too, because you can go off your regular routine and make something wild. Like something exotic, something yeah. that you typically would never make. Right. Mm-hmm. But you open the internet, you're like, that looks great, and I have all this stuff to make it. Let's do it. This text here says, I still read the directions on the box of KD. <laughs> <laughs> on the simplest things. You know what, though? I do, too. I'm like, huh. 
Yeah. Anyway, okay. Why do we do that? I don't know. Because I've done that on... I uh, do that with rice, too. Yeah, I've done that on the, yeah. the microwavable rice. Like, oh. I know. The, it literally has a flag on the corner that says, two minutes, ready you in two minutes. You crack it yeah, and yeah. you put it in. Yeah, and I, I flip it over and it's like, mulch bag. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> And then place on a microwave tray and put for two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Every time. You guys need a rice cooker. Oh. I know. Everyone keeps telling us. We, we tried. Do. We got rid of the Instapot. I mean, that's the only thing I made rice in. I'm like, yeah. well, that's lame. I can just eyeball it now with the rice in the water. Wow. I don't have to measure anymore. I well, really awesome. should make my own rice. Yeah. Could you guys bake without a recipe? Yes. This is where things no. get a little weird mm-hmm. uh, because out of the 10,000 people, uh, almost well, almost 80% of people said they could not bake without a recipe. Yeah, I would yeah. have no idea. Well, baking is more of a science. Mm-hmm. It is. You can cook with your heart when you cook food, yeah. but you got to bake, you follow the recipe. When, yeah, as you're cooking, you can modify the meal. If you're like, oh, it's not salty enough, it's yeah. too salt, you can modify it. When you're baking, you're like, well, good luck. <laughs> Into the oven you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the oven you go. Yeah, yeah. You can bake without a recipe, eh? Uh, yes, but, but. Uh-oh. Are you losing it? No, I have those recipes memorized. That's yeah. why. Oh. It's yeah. not so because I. I know how much like baking soda to use. It's got nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. It's just I've made it so often I have it memorized. Yeah. So if uh, if I wanted uh, like a big old thing of pumpernickel. Oh, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> Give me the internet. What about a, uh, a croissant? I'll go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a what? A bag of croissants? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here's your croissants. <laughs> yeah, done. That's right. All right, this next story here is kind of nuts. Off to Australia we go. And I want to know from you guys right now, 780-489-4669, if you've got a story that you want to share with us this morning. Uh, do people not like you because you're really good looking? Mm. Off to Australia we go, where a woman by the name of Yvette was a regular at her local indoor swimming pool. She actually went to the pool three times a week for the last two years. But everything changed this weekend. When she was tapped on the shoulder by a member of the pool staff and she was told to cover up because there were some complaints. Now, Eva posted about the moment that she was kicked out of the pool. Uh, Apparently, the woman who was working that day, lifeguards, etc., pulled her out of the hot tub, the spa, because you know how a lot of times pools will have a pool and then a hot tub area. Sure. She said, I was happily going about my day. And the staff member told me she needed out a conversation with me in private. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, the bikini Yvette was wearing um, is not appropriate. And the woman's exact words were, quote, It's not a rule that you can't wear a bikini in the pool, but a few of the mums are complaining about it. (laughs) So we're asking that you wear something a bit more conservative. Mm -hmm. She said her bikini wasn't, oh, it wasn't a string bikini. Mm. It was just a bikini. That's what I'm envisioning. So it's just a regular bikini. Mm Mm-hmm. And the moms were not having it. Yvette went on to say, I'm here almost every day I swim. A child poops in the pool and it gets closed. I find that offensive and voice my concerns and it's ignored. Mm-hmm. Mothers, though, will complain that I'm wearing a bikini at the pool and now I've been asked to not return until I'm wearing a one piece. So she has to be fully covered up pretty much. Yes. Hmm. Is that, uh, do they have any sort of rule like that in uh, pools in town here? I don't know. I only, Where I you d- can't show too much skin? I've, uh, I like, I, because I, I go it. to our local pool. I wear a one piece, but. Have you ever seen bikinis in there? No. I've also not seen a lot of bikini bods in there. So, <laughs> okay, all right. So, I, uh, no, I have not seen any bikinis. Mm-hmm. You take the kids to the pool. Yeah. Any bikinis? Bikinis there. Mm. 
And the bikini this gal was wearing is up in the app. It's a it's a bikini. There's nothing too Yeah, there's nothing to it. Yeah, nothing too racy. Right? Yeah. Things are covered up. Looks fine. Hmm. That is yeah. I'm surprised a pool would have a problem with uh would they say like well let's say it was a string. Even then I like I've... a real flimsy fella. Even then. You're still covered up. Yeah, you are. There's no stipulation of, uh, like, they'd be crazy if they had a sign of what women can wear and cannot wear. Yeah, yeah a, I mean, that seems... Yeah, that's terrible. I, I'm going to say that does not happen in town. Yeah. Uh, the pool did put out a statement saying that we are sorry that Yvette was made to feel uncomfortable. The lifeguard who passed on the feedback from other pool users and mother of the children's now realize that this wasn't the right thing to do. We will be talking to the other moms. Uh, Yvette will be given a refund. However, to keep the cool at the pool, uh, she will be asked to wear a one piece because of Still. because of the mums feeling uncomfortable. Huh. So is that because they just don't want their men looking at a bikini? Well, this one says uh, it's just jelly moms who wish they looked as good as her in a bikini. I wonder if that's it. Yeah, By are... the way, this girl's bod is banging. Mm-hmm. She looks like there's... Well, she's just swimming in the pool. Yeah, she's got a... couple like, times a week. She's got a bikini bod. I um, do like... Apparently in Edmonton uh, pools, there's no rule like that. The city of Edmonton pools, no rule. It's... So you can wear your bikini. It's terrible that uh, pool worker had to approach the mom anyway. I mean, that lady in the bikini anyway. But mm-hmm. I do like that she threw the mums under the bus instead of saying it was their choice. Like, look, some of the mums in here are real. Well, you've met them. You know what they're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. All you right, know here's, one piece. <laughs> here's what I want to know from you guys. Um, uh, do people um, get you in trouble because you're super hot? Mm. This woman's hot. She's she got, looks good in a she's bikini. She's got the good looks going. Yeah. She looks good in a bikini. Do you chalk it up as jealousy or what? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, if I was asked not to wear this shirt? <laughs> That'd be weird. You're wearing that shirt? I know. I am wearing yeah. the shirt. Mm-hmm. But what, how would that, like, if they're like Mars, the women in the office The women are, can't handle the heat you're putting off. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like kind of like a three-quarter length <sighs> Chloe yeah, shirt. Look at this forearm like, showing. It's, oh, it's, it's too much sauce. Oh am I, am I showing my wrist a little too much? Oh, way yeah. too much yeah. wrist. With the beautiful flower print on it mm. there. Oh, my okay. God. Your, your, your shirt goes into a V formation as well. Oh <laughs> yes, my God. it does. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't man. know this before, but now that you pointed out, yeah, yeah, everyone's noticing on Now TV too. Oh my god, one hundred two three Now Radio dot com. That is a really hot shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an attractive shirt. <laughs> I might have to re- write a report on this. All right, have you gotten in trouble because you're just too damn hot? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all I want to know. You want to admit it? Sure. sure. Let's do it. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about uh, if you're super hot and uh, if it gets you in trouble. Maybe you've been told to cover up. If you're just joining us, and if you missed the story, there's a, a woman in the news. She's in Auckland. Mm. And uh, she's been told she can't be at her local pool anymore in her bikini because some women complained that it was a little too much. She was told that she could only return to the pool if she wore a full piece, a one piece. Basically, wrap yourself in a towel if yeah. you want to participate in any pool activities. Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. So we want to know from you guys, uh, like, are you super cute? You're super hot? Yeah. You dress the way you dress. You wear what you want to wear, and people are people are calling you out for yeah. it. Yeah, and you're not uh, like overtly uh, raunching no. it up, sexing it up. Yeah, you're, you're just not wearing raunch. nice, just wearing a nice outfit. Right. And someone's like, oh, too much. It's too hot for yeah. the workplace. Like if I came in dressed in like nothing but straps, 
Okay, like envision. I put I put a belt. I'll put a belt around. I'm envisioning like some crazy like S and M BDSM wear. Right. So yes. So I come in. I've got like a black belt around my my boobs, over my nips. Okay, let's hear how wild Mars can get. Okay, I've this got is missionary Mars. I've got everyone. a string thong on. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've got like um a series of black. Like crisscrossy ribbon things over my my midriff, my mm-hmm. my tummy. Yep. And then I'm wearing a pair of like patent leather black high heels mm-hmm. and a full on um, black patent leather mask with white stitching and a ball gag in. What? You can tell me that that's inappropriate okay, to wear to well, work. Yeah. Was that right? hot, guys? Like that? I could come <laughs> in looking like that. Waving around like a cat on nine tail or something. Do you think the boss would uh, be okay with that? <laughs> Everyone's like, so Mars is going to wear a harness? What, yeah. You kind like, of describe that. Okay, so like if you work in construction, you have to wear a harness to get up high. I wear your harness to work. With but a, it's black leather. Yeah, with a, with a belt around my chest. And a gag ball. And a gag ball. <laughs> Clearly, right? every uh, like job site work wear. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, that's inappropriate. A, I can't do my job properly because I can't have a ball gag in. No. You know, and B... Um, <laughs> We'd let you take it out for the show. Thank you. But and you're not you know, leaving the studio because you're chained to the chair. Yeah. Well, yeah. In, in, inappropriate. We have, you know, winners coming into the radio station. We've got, you know, people buying advertising. They don't want to see me like yeah, that. Yeah, people that come in, they want a photo with you. Well, they right. have to come in the studio and get a photo with Mars and her ball gag. Because I'm tucking in my hair for my <laughs> luchador mask. <laughs> Shani shows up with his mask. <laughs> this thing, this text here says, "Ooh, just woke up." Wow, Mars, that's quite the visual. First thing this am, <laughs> right? What's this, Mars? Sound that sounds hot. Let me know when you're gonna wear it so I can watch Now TV. Well, Now oh, TV, the views would go through the roof that day. Yeah, it's not for me. And one that one day we'll finally get Now TV in HD. Yeah, <laughs> just that one day. <laughs> Sarah from Terwilliger says, "Cover up, Mars." <laughs> <laughs> Children are watching. That's what she says. What would the children think? You're <laughs> think right. Of the children. I am thinking of the children, and I won't wear my ball gag to mm-hmm. Have you ever been told in any job that you had that you had to cover up? Mm. Like radio? Radio used to be really raunchy back in the day. It used to be. Not Actually, so much. Actually, radio would have told you to dress down I was going to say, yeah. I think I've been told to take all, it Like my previous uh, radio stations that I worked at, women were told to take it off. Yeah, you were kind of. And wear white t-shirts, and we throw water at them. I know. Yeah. It, this has this in <laughs> Radio the past, has evolved. It's evolved. It used to be quite raunchy, especially when it came to women. As I'm having a smoke in the studio, throwing water at someone. I know. Terrible time. God, we used to go out like as if you were part of the street team. Like now it's adorable. We have the truxicle <gasps> and they're super nice. Yeah. And they go out and they give. Okay. When I was a truxicle, I used to take. <laughs> you my... should have seen what Mars did with that popsicle. I used to wear like Daisy Duke shorts. I'd take my station t-shirt and tie it up around. <laughs> I'd be wearing like a trucker hat. With like station, um, with like some cute vans on or something, oh, yeah, yeah. or some high tops, and then big sunglasses, and I'd be walking around handing out stickers and yeah. a chance for you to win tickets to see Trooper. Oh yeah, on Saturday night, yeah. it's totally different. Haley, now, Haley now, let Mars overhaul the truckskull team. <laughs> You know, and then you'd, you'd catch me around the building with one leg up on a brick wall having a cigarette being like, oh my God, this day can't end making, you know. It's so hot. I'm glad this shirt has buttons. Yeah. <laughs> 
Times have changed. It's oh, not yeah. like that anymore. Yeah, some big changes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're wondering if you've ever been told that you have to cover up at work um, for whatever reason. Where right. you dr- maybe you did dress a little scantily clad. Um, Staying anonymous at the top. Hello. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. All right. Uh, do you think uh, you were asked to cover up because you're way too hot? Well, I'm not sure about that, but... Uh, <laughs> I was at work, and we had to do a training shift, so yep. we didn't have to wear, like, all of our gear and uniform and things. Right. And it was summertime, so, you know, I was just wearing jeans and a tank top, like a regular tank top. Yeah. But I'm a little gifted up top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I assure you, only five-ish, maybe 10% of the top of the girls were showing. Okay. And... An hour into the training session, the secretary of our um, establishment comes in and says, I have something for you. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And she gives me a T-shirt. She goes, you need to put it on. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you need to put it on. I'm like, but I'm wearing clothes. She goes, well, it's not appropriate. Oh, no. What are you I'm like, what are you talking about? It, this is just a regular old tank top, nothing special. Yeah. And she goes, put it on. So anyway, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I put it on. And then five minutes later, the people from Ontario, like the higher ups, come in to introduce the new president and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you so didn't they want to show off all your work assets. I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. So they didn't want you meeting the higher ups. And yeah, just and showing a bit of skin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is that it really, like, there was nothing inappropriate showing. It's not like you saw some areola or anything. <laughs> I'm not 15 for crying out loud, you guys. I agree. Right? Yeah, um, it's just it's and, part of your body. And a it's tank, natural. And a tank top isn't offensive. Yeah, you're not, you're not doing no, it to be raunchy. No. no, exactly. I was there because I had to be there on my time off to yeah. do training session for remedial whatever random training that they want you to do every year and uh, that's it and then later on i got told she goes you know that amount of skin is my entire being and i'm like well i'm really very sorry god gave you that but god gave me this and this is my tank top <laughs> yes <laughs> there you go okay thanks for that have a wonderful day you too bye-bye yeah. bye mm-hmm. uh another one let's do uh, sam uh, good morning, Sam. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. good. Um, you and your mom were told to cover up? Um, yeah, we weren't at work or anything. Um, it was like the middle of the summer, and I was like eight months pregnant. And so I pretty much lived in dresses or shorts or a bathing suit. Sure, yeah. Sure. And my mom, like for a 40-year-old woman, she is like pretty good looking. For yeah. An older lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, we all get on asked. <laughs> we, <laughs> we get asked all the time if we're sisters, not mother daughter. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And so my mom, she was wearing this really, really cute, like, brown um, uh, spaghetti strap sundress. It came just above her knees. Like, it was classy. It was, it was, she looked really good. Yeah. And I was wearing, uh, like, a full maxi dress, like, you know, like, had, like, four finger straps, <laughs> yeah. anything like revealing, but like, you know, being pregnant, I was a little bit more bustier and, you know, um, so my neighbors actually told us that, um, we were a word that rhymed with door. <gasps> oh my God. That was your neighbor? 
Yeah, our na- my neighbor said He called that- you Doors. Yeah, he called my mom and I Doors, and, like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Your neighbor is a day-hole. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. They were having, like, a family gathering of some sort, so there was a lot of people at their house. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And they were like, you need to cover up. You guys are nothing but doors. Have some respect for yourself. And I Jeez. Like, First of all, I'm covered right down to my ankles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the maxi dress goes down right to the ankles. But they didn't yeah. want to see shoulder. Oh gosh! Yeah, <laughs> apparently my shoulder. shoulder was too damn sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep rocking those yeah, hot shoulders. I agree. You keep rocking those cute dresses. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> okay, thank you. You too. Bye bye. That's crazy that your neighbor would say that. Yeah, man. Uh, another one here, uh, Johnny. How you doing, buddy? Good, yourself, bud? Yeah, doing pretty good. Um, so what was your situation here? Someone told you to cover up? Yeah, so this is quite a few years ago. It was actually the whole football team. This is when the whole Under Armour craze came out. Like, you know, the real tight shirts you wear underneath your pads. And yeah, everything. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is back in like, the early 2000s. But all the time, the older female teachers, uh, the moms of the cheerleaders, uh, basically any parent that come out to the thing, we wore them like in school. Right? So we had nice jeans on, of course. Yeah. Uh, but then our shirts were always these Under Armour shirts. And, of course, nothing's been shown. Most of them were long sleeves. Some of them were short sleeves. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't like how tight they were. Because like, we were all in really good shape back in the day. Well, yeah, right? I mean, I'm tight just showing abs now, and pecs. Yeah. I don't see yeah, the I'm, problem. Now I'm rocking that ginge bod, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. So you guys were told that you couldn't wear your Under Armour shirts because they were too tight showing off your muscle, your muscles. Yeah, and like I said, all of mine were actually long sleeves, so it went right to the wrist, and then, like, a little bit past your waist, right, because it had to go inside your pads and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was, like, covered up, like, almost head to toe, but they didn't like how tight it was. Uh, but none of the younger female uh, teachers said anything. It was always the older ones that had a problem. <laughs> and then the cheerleaders' moms had the problems, too, so. Oh, wow. Why would the cheerleader moms have the problem with you guys wearing because- your Under Armour? Their, their kids aren't focused on cheerleading. They're oh, they're looking, looking at the cute boys. Yeah, they're looking at hot Johnny. <laughs> yeah, hot Johnny. Gotcha. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny, were, would you admit that you were looking pretty damn good? Oh, I was. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Mars is visualizing you right now. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Mars. About that 15 minutes ago, I was too for you. <laughs> you get my phone, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with Mars' description there. Oh, I'm going to pull out those ba- belts and straps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's Perfect. great. Okay, good oh, job. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Yeah, you too, Johnny. Bye. Thanks, Bye-bye. buddy. <laughs> That's a weird one, eh? Well, but the guys can't wear tight... It's funny, people... Because it goes under the... Sorry, under the football pads, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, people can't huh. handle uh, big distractions. So how do mm. uh, people handle it at the gym? Because you'll still see all those tight Under Armour shirts at the gym. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I accidentally bought a compression shirt once. Uh, I'll still wear it periodically at the gym, but it's... I, oh, it's when I, tight. When I walk out, I'm like, oh, this is really revealing. Yeah, like, <laughs> it is. It's a tight shirt. Is oh, that yeah. what it's called, a compression? Yeah, mine's a compression shirt. Yeah, because it is skin tight on it you. It is, it is. But you it's, can wear that, though, because it looks, you know, it looks good and... Well, I got, uh, like, the paunch going on. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Crash has got a burger baby because he ate too much food <laughs> yeah. this morning. It's just gas, It'll really. be gone in 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, another one. Uh, we'll do... Um, uh, let's take Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I I think that's so sad about this girl in the bikini. Unless you have a toddler or baby pulling down the bikini top. But, you know, 
it's not about being hot. It's about our local pool and these older guys wearing speedos. <laughs> and their bellies hang. You're not. You're not down with the budgie smuggler. <laughs> Someone asked them to put more clothes on. Do, you, do, do the guys in your... Actually, I'm trying to think. I think the guys in my pool... There's a few budgie smugglers there's in there. A, there's a few Speedos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've got the body. Yeah, if you've got the body. Yeah, like some of these hot business guys downtown, they've got the body. Some of the budgies disappear, though. Yeah, they're yeah. ripped. Yeah, exactly, yeah, but Val. Some, but, but some of the other ones, the budgie disappears. Yeah, because the belly hangs so low, yes. you don't even see I it. I know. It's offensive, and especially when they turn around and they crawl out of the hot tub, oh. and you're seeing, you know, <laughs> where the sun doesn't shine. Oh, oh and no. Then I'm, oh, the and they need are eating the speedo. <laughs> you're just like, oh, could that guy, could somebody ask that guy to put on some, oh, like, you know. So that's, that's where you draw the line, Valerie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Do you think that it's possible for people who have passed away to contact you from the other side? Well, if you do, 42% of people say yes, according to a new poll. Mm-hmm. And about two-thirds of those people say that it's happened to them before. Here are, according to these folks, the top 10 signs that there is a ghost nearby. Mm-hmm. Number one, sensing a presence in the room. So just a weird feeling that you're not alone or that someone else is there with you. Mm-hmm. Number two, your pets start acting weird. They pick up on weird stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I think our pets are just weird, though, aren't they? Although I think they're just looking at, like, dust particles I flying through the air. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they'll just, like, look, they'll both, like, snap their heads in the same direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Maybe I'm just deaf. Yeah. Our old cat, Trigger, R.I.P. Trigger. Uh, he would, like, rotate his head around like he's, like, possessed. And then be yeah. like, yeah. And then go walk and stare at a wall. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Get the there? cats. Get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that was very bizarre. A weird smell like a perfume you don't wear. Oh, that'd be weird. Feeling someone touch you. Although, maybe uh, maybe my mom showed up in her uh, condo yesterday. I smelt a waft of cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, I smelt it too, but I think our our balcony, like we had the screen door open, and I think the guys <laughs> below us were out having a smoke. Like, Mom! Mom, you playing tricks again? <laughs> our neighbors must think they have dupe smoking ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why does it always smell like marijuana out here? Right? Ooh, oh. It's a ghost, not your neighbor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, boy. But yeah, it was weird because we've never yeah. had that before. No. I've never had just a waft of, like, cigarettes. You're right. And I, I think the people who live below us went out for a dart. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't think it was your you mom. You don't think it was mom poking no, around? No, I don't think it was mom. Uh, you did yell at her, though. Yeah, well, in a nice way. In a nice way, yeah. I'm not rolling your damn cigarettes anymore, mom! You don't need them! <laughs> I told you, quit! <laughs> She'd find this funny, by the way. Yes, yes. Yes, she would. <laughs> Number four, feeling someone touch you. I get that a lot. Do you? I don't know if it's like a leg twitch, but it's always in the same spot. Like right... That's nerve know, damage, Haley. Like right here? Like, like your upper thigh? Yeah, my upper thigh. That's nerve damage. From what? I don't do anything. No, that's a pervy ghost. But it, it feels like somebody does this underneath my leg. Like what is wiping up towards your butt cheek? Just like a swipe. Oh. Like they're walking right past me. Oh, and weird. And it happens a lot. Yeah. Like to oh. the point where I'm like, oh, right, like in nerve. public or just at home? Just at home. Oh. I'm like, mm. It might be nerve damage or somebody's trying to cop a feel. 
higher. Yeah, you got a perv ghost. <laughs> You're so tall, Ailey. The yeah. ghost can't reach up. He's like, come down here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Smack that butt. <laughs> Man. Ominous uh, symbols of a spirit. Like, apparently anything with wings can uh, be signs of a ghost. So if you wake up and there's like a murder of crows in your yard or a whole ton of butterflies, some people say that that's a sign that there's a ghost around. Oh, okay. Uh, things falling by themselves, like a book just randomly falling off of a shelf. Mm. Number seven, feeling a shudder, like a, oh, oh. Yeah, I'll get that occasionally. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Uh, number eight, hearing a voice when you're alone. You had that the other day. Yeah. I'm like, did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I, it sounded like someone uh, said like, hello. It was, and it was a pretty clear hello. And I'm like, ah, and you, uh, you didn't really hear it. No, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Once again, I think it might have been like our neighbors below us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we have new neighbors? New I think, smoking neighbors that say hello all the I time. I think he went outside to have a smoke and he answered his phone. Hello? <laughs> and you were... <laughs> Mom! <laughs> How long have you been here? <laughs> it's possible. Uh, number nine, getting goosebumps for no apparent reason. And number ten feeling drawn back to places that were important to someone who passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, those are the signs. Yeah, and if you get those vibes, it makes you feel good, awesome. Yeah. If they're yeah. doing weird things, not awesome. Yeah, this text here says, guys, I've always smelt cigarette smoke. Really? Home mm. and office. I've looked for someone smoking, but there's never anyone near me. That's from Kathy. Oh. Remember when I smelled cigarette smoke while driving? That's weird. Oh, yeah, right. Remember twice that happened to me. Yeah. What and do you I'm think s- that is? Like you drove by a spot where someone died? I don't know, but I'm driving. And I'm like, crash his mouth. Yeah. Get out of my car. Yeah. yeah she wouldn't <laughs> believe that there's an electric vehicle on the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. What's this damn spaceship you're driving, dear? I'm like, oh my, oh my God. <laughs> Ma, yeah. you can't smoke in my new car. Right? Where's the ashtray in here? <laughs> there's no ashtray. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I wonder if cigarette smoke, uh, like the smell of it is just like uh, the top thing that like a lot your, of people smell. Your brain? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. This text here says, guys, this has been happening to me a lot lately. I get cigarette smoke just out of the blue. Oh. Wait a second. Are we all smelling cigarette smoke? Either that or we're all simultaneously having a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This one. My husband was smelling smoke constantly for a few weeks. Turned out, though, he had a sinus infection. Oh. Oh, I I think I might have a sinus infection. Gross. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. I know. You are disgusting. That's why I'm in this booth. Yeah, <laughs> stay in there. Keep me away from your sinuses. Yeah, why are we all having the, the cigarette or cigar smell? Maybe everybody's got spouses that are hiding a smoking habit. Yeah. Mars, you want to <laughs> No, oh God, no. I haven't had a cigarette in over a decade. Oh, but think about it. Mm. I saw this super cool guy, and like I'm not saying that to be sarcastic. He actually looked like really cool, mm-hmm. like way cooler than I'll ever be. He went outside uh, downtown to have a smoke. Yeah. And I, lo- I watched him smoke, and I was like, man. Did you watch him smoke the whole thing? No. Well, <laughs> just, may- maybe half. <laughs> Must just be nice. staring at him. Like, like, he, carry looks, on. he looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now, why does it have to look so cool? Yeah. But I be agree. so terrible for you. I know. I agree. Mm-hmm. Another one here from Cindy says, guys, I'm constantly smelling cigarette smoke. But I think it's because I'm smoking too much. Oh. No. <laughs> um, that might be it. <laughs> yeah. That might be you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's you... 
Your, your chain smoking your, ways. Your chain smoking ways, yeah. yeah. All right, a new <laughs> poll found that if you're a woman over 40, there's a very good chance that your hair is not your natural hair color right now. The average Gen X woman, so 42 to 57 years old, hasn't worn her natural hair color since 2019. Are you scared of natural hair color? Oh, I don't know. I've just is always it just because? It. No, just like anyone. Uh, is it just because yeah. you want to change things up? Yeah, and sometimes natural hair color can be like a little bit flatter. Like my natural hair color is a dark blonde. It's yeah. not as bright as this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I just don't like it. It doesn't make my features pop, so huh. I add highlights. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for natural hair color. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> 100% natural. Right yeah. here. Gray as a mule. It's true. I'm not ready for it, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I will commit to it when, I, when I'm ready for it. Now, here's some facts on this. Was They just looked at women and dyeing their hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, two-thirds of women start dyeing their hair before they turn 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I started a long time ago. People in my high school were dying. Oh, hair, so was right? I. I yeah, was yeah. dying. That's my just hair. a thing that you did. Yeah. Do you mean dying, though, to like uh, cover things up or dying like for fun to mix it up? I don't mm. know. They just say dying their hair. Hmm. Dying their hair. Yeah. One third would be willing to consider a wild color, wild being purple, pink, or blue. Those got the most votes. You never really dabbled in that. No, I Haley, didn't. Haley, you totally did. Oh, yeah. I love the bright colored hair. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it looked great. It's uh, just hair. The yeah. reason why I didn't is because I have to bleach my hair. It's uh, a lot of work. And then, and because I have super dark hair. Yeah. So it, it not only did it, would it ruin my hair, it would just break off. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's uh, it was very expensive and a lot of work. If oh, it you is. Uh, if you were gonna go wild with color, what would you pick? Uh um, I don't know. Like, what what color would do you think would work on you? Uh, Are you a purple gal, a blue gal, maybe a vibrant just red? I've never really thought about it, but I probably go pink. Yeah, I was just gonna say pink. I was pink. just thinking of the color of my skin tone. Pink, pink or would, like a uh, teal blue, I if, think would look really nice. If you go uh, wild with your colors, do you have to do your eyebrows too? No, your eyebrows stay. It's not their natural color. You, you mentioned you have you dark want. features. Yeah. Yeah. But I would have to, like, this would have to be bleached out. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to put the pink in. And it would get brittle and it would break and it would be a mess. Because yeah. you'd love to. But just the dye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you'd love. Yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely love it. Yeah, but the yeah the bleaching of it, the, the bleaching, bleaching of it's really holding yeah, you back. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do that. I've got if, dry hair. What if we buy like a nice uh, pink wig? I, I'd wear a pink wig. Okay, all yeah, right. I would do that. I love buying random things. <laughs> you do, you do. You're right. Can't you just sun in it? Um, <laughs> oh no, no, not my hair's too dark. Maybe yeah. Haley's. Even then, maybe. my hair wouldn't really? change with sun in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Are the kids still sunning in? Sunning. No. Sunnin was really big when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved it. Sunnin was huge. Do you know what it is? Uh, no. Uh, everyone uh, dabbled in like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid? Because you could dye your, like if you had lighter hair, you could dye your hair with Kool-Aid. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Okay. It would wash out. Sunnin was a product, and I think you can still buy it at like mm-hmm. the drugstore. Yeah. And you spritz it in your hair, and then you go lay in the sun and get your tan on. Yeah. And it lightens your hair. Oh, yeah. oh that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. Does it actually work? Oh, yeah, it worked. Oh, okay. It I mean, depends it on your hair color. It wasn't like dye. Yeah, yeah. But it would just... But it was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't work on me. No. I'm Highlights too dark. In. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. too dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, 74% of women say they're more likely to stick with a hair color if someone compliments them on it. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, because it makes it feel good, right? Mm-hmm. 40% of Gen X women say that they are dyeing their hair to keep from going gray. And the top three reasons why women dye their hair is to keep themselves looking young, to express themselves... 
And number three, just because you're simply bored as hell. The Now family has a uh, suggestion for you. Sure. Because you don't want to do the whole head. Uh, This one says, I think Marza would look good with just a streak of vibrant color uh, across her dark hair. Oh, oh, no, oh. no, no. Like no, a no. chunk. Yeah, no, that's a little too... Um, like, remember when I did the blonde chunk? I do, When I was yes. in my Mariana's Trench phase? I do. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> poker straight hair with a blonde chunk oh. swooping across my forehead. That's, that's a look. <laughs> it's a little too uh, risque for me. <laughs> for Missionary Mars. <laughs> what about that, like, Cruella de Vil, that black, <gasps> that uh, gray and white? Oh, I mean, the, the, the dark and the gray. And oh, with the gray? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the not, half not, and half, the Oreo. Not feeling that old yet. I'm, I'm good. I'm not going to mm. do that. All right. Yeah, but you could be the the young one, the uh, young version of that. No, I don't. I don't. Sometimes when I put like a dry shampoo in, it turns my hair gray, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, do I look old. <laughs> so <laughs> mine just lightens my roots. It's great. Yeah, because yeah. like, are we gonna soften that up? A bit? Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yikes! Gosh, I like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I'm just I'm not overly uh, courageous or adventurous with my hair colors. mm Hmm. I'm not. Are you yeah. worried? No. What would I be worried about? It's who I am. Oh, just like it being too shocking. Uh, yeah. Like you don't want to stand out. Well, it just doesn't match. Like, it's just not me. You know what I mean? Like, for, like it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm just not that person. Who mm-hmm. are you? I know who I am. <laughs> a brunette. I'm a brunette. <laughs> yeah. And then you feel like you got to live up to it. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. you got to be wild. People see that head full of pink hair coming. They're expecting a certain someone. Yeah, exactly. And there's it's Mars. <laughs> I'll let you down. This text here says a streak or a chunk of different colored hair is called a money piece. Why is that your money piece? Is that what it's called, Haley? I don't. Yeah, know. you're the youngest on the show. You should know. I'm getting very old. <laughs> Time is cruel. A money piece. Yeah, I've never heard that. So yeah. when I was doing the Mariana's Trench thing, I had a money piece. Yeah, you would have had a money piece. Huh. Oh. Interesting. It's too bad that photo was a full-page spread in a local newspaper. Too. I know. It's horrible. Damn, money piece. My money piece. Yeah, I, was, money I was a piece centerfold. Was... <laughs> <laughs> a centerfold with my money piece. It's true. Yikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. Don't Google that, kid. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I yeah. thought that money piece is what you're working on at the gym there, Marzi. <laughs> Get them squats doing it. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 that's, that's true. A money piece. But... Could you put a little piece under, like, undercut? Can you dye, like, some... Ooh. Oh, so you could bring cool. it out when so you could, want it? Yeah, like when I pull my hair up or if I wear... Yeah, I yeah could you could flip it to one side and expose like a red chunk. Oh, and people would be like, damn. And it could, it could be hidden when you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But when the clock strikes midnight. Then I flip my hair over and I'm like, check it out, get, boys. You're all into like clip-on hair and stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah get, a, get a couple vibrant clip-ons. I mean, I've used a few hair inserts here and mm-hmm. there to liven it up a bit. Yep. Hmm. All right, this story here is kind of crazy. Um, I think it's great when people who don't drive finally decide to get their license. I'm just not sure I would want to be in the car with them. A 53-year-old woman in Boston recently got her learner's permit and finally had the chance to give it a go on Saturday. A family member let her practice in their Range Rover by driving around a cemetery. Oh, no. Because at least she couldn't kill anyone there. Oh, jeez. But it looks like she still needs some practice. She ended up losing control of the car and plowed through eight granite headstones. <gasps> oh, she destroyed them. The photo, Ginger's going to throw up on the app there. He's looking at it right now if you can grab it. How do you lose control in a cemetery? I don't know. You, you can't speed in a cemetery. I have no idea. Oh, my God. There's a photo of them scattered all along the ground, and the Range Rover is pretty banged up. The whole front end is smashed. (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Guys, the whole driver's side of the front end's gone. 
Luckily, they're both okay. She didn't run over anyone living, so no one's been injured. It sounds like it was an accident, but cops are still looking to charge her for reckless driving. Granite tombstones are freaking expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. And solid. Look at the Range Rover. Oh, yeah. It's destroyed. Oh, man. Oh. That is a lot. That's when you panic, right? And you hammer the gas. Yeah. She went to brake. Gas pedal's too close. It could be like five grand a pop. For oh. the headstone? For the headstone. Oh, yeah. Granite headstones are so expensive. Well, yeah. look what it... I put another picture up, a close-up of the Range Rover. Look at that front end. Yeah. Destroyed. Yeah, they, they are thick. She must have caught a little speed. She, she must have. This must be an old mixed-up-the-gas-break like we chatted about, and she just honked on the gas and obviously just closed her eyes and panicked. Thank God someone wasn't, you know, mourning at the time. Or digging a hole. Yeah. Oh. Well, and like what you guys were just saying with those granite headstones... The cost. Someone just texted in, no name on this text at five six seven eight nine. Headstones are expensive. Um, ours was four and a half thousand dollars for a double for my parents. Yeah, I know. That's why my grandma got a wooden stake. Oh. No crash. That's a lie. Is that a lie? Old West style. Well, she did have the uh, the little metal marker with a little plastic thing for years, and then the fi- I guess uh, someone finally chipped in and got a tombstone for Grams. Oh, she got a tombstone. She finally got one, yeah. And then everyone wait, wait, was upset because one side of the family chipped in for it, so they skewed what was put on there. Oh. And the rest of the family didn't want that on the tombstone. Like, what oh. did they put like on Like a, a saying or something. Oh. And like, a, my family is like, it's it's, it's weird. So there, my grandma has like four or five different names on her tombstone, and the one side of the family put all their names on it and left the other side of the family name off the tombstone. So people, I'm, I'm sorry, people who are living wanted their name on your on a tombstone? The family name, yeah, from the other side from, of the family. Okay, like her, as in her last name. Yeah, because she was married before. So they wanted her ex-husband's yeah. last name? What? Yeah. Was she like your one good relative? Is that why everyone really wanted their name attached to her? Oh, they took all her stuff. Did she have stuff? Well, they thought she did, I guess. Did she have crash stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> Cigarettes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cocktails. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of drama. I don't know if they ever got that figured out, but uh, I remember just a ton of drama over the uh, tombstone and the, the last name that was really highlighted on it. Huh. People were pissed. Because it's carved in stone. It's there forever now, right? Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before the tombstone went up, you said it was just a stake with a plastic. Yeah, it's your, your metal stake with that little, just a plastic thing. With I a... don't know. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> no. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a, just a, a marker, I guess. I don't know. Oh. I remember going to the cemetery once and seeing this little plastic stake. And I'm like, me as a child, I'm like, sh- shouldn't there be a big stone here or something? Let's say I get worried about my buddy Crash. Uh, I'm worried about your your uh, your blood pressure for, for your anger, and I'm like, he could die soon. <laughs> yeah, I thought we about should, it. We should think about what we're going to do. Right. Uh, me, Mars, and Haley, we go and find you a nice plot. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. We're going to bury you. Oh, okay. When we buy the plot, does it come with like your little plastic stake? Yeah, I would they imagine must, it must, they must include some sort of marker. Yeah, I think that's uh, yeah, that's the upsell, a sweet marker. Because you can get this upright tombstone, you can get the one that's just in the ground, the flat boy. Can I just have a nameless grave if I want? Yeah, uh, uh, the now family's texting and saying apparently that plastic stake is for the funeral home. What do you mean for the funeral so home? So it's not to like acknowledge 
it's so that the funeral home knows that that's where where to put the body, where to put the body and the headstone. You shouldn't be placing flowers on that. <laughs> you should have bought it. It shouldn't have been there after the fact. <laughs> but I mean, can you just can you can you go nameless if you want? Oh, I, I don't think so. That's what I mean. I assume they would include something. Yeah, there has to be some uh, former marker. There's probably like a cheap flat boy that you could put in there. Like your poor grand should have had more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Was she a good grand? Uh, no. Well, yes, no, well, I don't know. Why was everyone fighting to get their name on there? I don't know. Everyone just, uh, they just wanted every Crash's family is very bizarre. <laughs> you don't say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like my grandma, I, I feel like her body wasn't even cold before people went in and stripped her house. I think it was terrible. There's a um, a frenzy mm-hmm. that happens in Crash's family when... Oh, when someone yeah. passes? You, some people have celebrations for life. Some people have celebrations for possessions. Right. <laughs> I got you. So nobody's really <laughs> celebrating either. It's just kind oh. of like the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Did uh, that happen, Haley? No, I'm saying when you go. Oh, what, it's going to be a celebration of my stuff? Poor oh. Mars. <laughs> oh, no. I feel so bad. First of all, I've got, got it... Get l- flooded. <laughs> I've got it locked down, number one. And number two, I'm going to disappear. <laughs> The day that Crash passes, Mars is in another country. Yeah, that doesn't look that doesn't look suspicious. <laughs> She'll have to weekend at Bernie's and for until she gets everything in order. <laughs> no, he's alive. <laughs> Say something on Insta, Crash. <laughs> <laughs> My jaws oh. on like fishing line. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not funny, but it is, you know. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Crash. Good old graveyard talk, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Super light this morning. Yeah. <laughs> we should lighten it up. Uh, lighten it up. Uh, people, that four to five grand is on the low end. I know. I can see that. I, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it's wild how much they charge. But that's why, like, if you and Rachel ever get around to doing a will, yeah. if, you, if you put some money aside for your own services, then yeah. your kids won't be burdened with it. Well, they can, it's the least they could do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Foot the bill. <laughs> that was like a thing, though, because I've been to some uh, some grandparents' funerals. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah. And that was like, it was made mention, talking to other, like, their friends about how nice the service was. Mm-hmm. Like, people love a nice funeral. Some people do. do. A certain generation yeah. really appreciates a good funeral and notices, like, the same way we'd notice, like, you know, maybe someone's house and the money it costs. Yeah. They're acutely aware. That's true. Of what that funeral costs. Yet... Out of even like top-notch funerals, they still have the funeral sandwiches. Yeah, it's tradition. I guess. I like tiny sandwiches. Without crust. In the bottom of a church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, uh, my, my funeral's paid for. Is it? What? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I've got money set aside for, so no one else has to worry about it. Oh, okay. When should I start doing that? Eh, whatever. Because I'm like, I'm young still. Yeah. I, but, I don't think. But you never know. Yeah. Like, you what do you mean? By, do you mean like get a will or do you mean like putting aside money? Putting aside money for a funeral. Always find a way to put aside well, money. Because <laughs> I mean, worst case Ontario, you put me on a pallet in the middle of a field, bonfire me. Wow. Well, and geez. have shots. I, I don't know if we legally can do that. <laughs> so cheap. Oh, yeah, it, it, it definitely is cheap. <laughs> At the end of it, everybody gets to scrape some ashes into a jar and take it home. I don't know if the fire is out enough to get rid of that skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking full bones. Oh no! Put me in the haunted house. I want her femur. Yeah. I don't know if you need to put money aside specifically for that, but saving money, you should be doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. well. Okay. Like just saving money for like retirement. Boring. And Boring. I put want a, money for a headstone. Put a little bit in investments here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some uh, tombstones up to ten thousand. <gasps> yeah, it's oh, crazy. Oh. Sixteen girl. Yeah, don't waste that cash on me. 
Oh. Toss me with the fishes. Well, you know, you plan it. Like you say what you want done. Yeah. You put the money aside for it in your will, and then that it shall be done. Yeah, if you want a nice tombstone. No, oh. I don't. I don't need to be in the ground. Because one day I'll be dug up and a condo will be put on top of me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Safe paradise. It is, it is, when you walk through like a, a graveyard, a cemetery, you do notice like the, uh, you can't help but notice the, the, the different, ones. the different tombstones. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, oh, yeah. There's some money. Some there big is. boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've talked about it before. One of the things that we did in elementary school was we took big pieces yeah. of paper. And crayons. And crayons. And we laid them on top of. Like not headstones, but like mm-hmm. the stones that are in the ground. The flatties. And we would do the um, where you color on top of it to the get impression. the Im- impression of it. Oh, he did the standing ones too. Just put your paper there. Oh and yeah, you, and the standing. Yeah, because some of them had like a intricate. Uh, and it's all etched stuff in there. there. Yeah, yeah. Was it people you knew? No, no. And then what did you do with that once you had your your haunted painting? Uh, I think we took it back to school and they hung them on the wall. Yeah. It was oh my weird. God. Like it, we basically were just like set out to go look for like interesting symbols and stuff on tombstones. Yeah, we were lo- years symbols. Yeah, trying yeah. to find the oldest one. Yeah, and, you know, kids with crayons. It never la- It never just stays on paper. Oh God, <laughs> it no. is. Kids do love. My kids are fascinated with the graveyard. Yeah, right. Like it is. I guess you know. Well, neat. when you think about it, like pop culture wise, graveyards are set up around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're set up in, like, they're featured in movies. Yeah. Can you picnic in a graveyard? Yes. Hmm. I live next to a graveyard. I did a you lot see in there. people picnicking. Yeah. Yeah. Were I, they picnicking or were they, like, trying to uh, bring back the dead? No, no, no. Well, no, there was, I've, I've seen people sleeping in there. The old midnight picnic. Holding <laughs> <laughs> hands, lighting some candles. Well, how do you feel about the dates on there? I like when the dates are really far apart. Like, when you're impressed, like, wow. 1830 to
they're like, no, we don't want this wood paneling. And they were redoing where some of the bearing walls were and stuff. Anyway, so they took all the wood paneling down. And behind one of the walls in the basement was a tombstone. Ah, you do not want to see that. Yeah, it wasn't attached to anything. It was just loose. Was it so carved we, up? Oh, yeah, there was a name. There was a year, like, birth date, death. Mm. Uh, no. Hang on it. Did you ever so, Google it? Like, did did you look into it? So, sort of. He asked the previous homeowner. Yeah. Um, and she was pretty sure that that was the last name of, like, the people, like, that had owned it, I think, like, two before her. Yeah. So, we think what happened was, if I understand it correctly, you have to kind of pay upkeep. Like, you don't just buy a plot and, like, that's yours for life. Yeah. There's, like, upkeep associated with it. And so, at some point... The upkeep was not maintained for this individual, either by choice or by force. And oh. so the, the headstone was returned to someone, and oh. they probably were like, oh, what do we do with the tombstone? So, so they just threw it in the wall. They've put it in the wall. Oh, my God. So if you don't upkeep I your mean, plot or whatever, then they're like, well, get out of here. We'll keep the body, but take your stone and hit <laughs> yeah, the bricks. Hit the bricks. Oh, man. Yeah, what, they'll just like, put someone on top of you. What did you do with it? I'm hoping. Yeah. Well... I'm I'm hoping that's what they do. Otherwise, there really is a person somewhere on our property. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess just a random hunk of. So we put it out the first Halloween that he actually lived there. Oh um, and then he just gave it to the dump. So he's like, I don't know what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, you like crush what it up you, for what some What do you stone. do with it? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it doesn't mean anything to you. But you use it as a prop for Halloween. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess people use caskets. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right? People use uh, legit caskets my, my for Halloween. Name, my friend did. Yeah, we had one uh, given to us yeah. for our haunted house here uh, sure at did. the station. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. What a, what a story. Crazy Thanks, story. Ash. Crazy story. Thanks, Ash. Yeah, no problem. Have okay. a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Um, I can't believe how many stories are coming in right now about tombstones and crazy graveyards. And, Ginge, you posted a creepy... Yeah. I thought my cemetery in my yeah. hometown was creepy. The Canmore one is... Ugh. Last time... Yeah. The Kenmore one's gorgeous. Well, it's a gorgeous city, Haley. Last time we were there, we were hiking around. But look at the... They have all these little, like, wooden fences around them, like, for... I don't know, zombie protection? I have no idea why. Is that so animals don't go in and dig them up? Keep the sheep out. And the the wolves, probably. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they don't dig up bodies. It's gorgeous. The location, yes. But look at it, Haley. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The mountains, the trees, gorgeous. The the pickets around the plots are creepy. Yeah, I kind of like the pointy tops. Keep Uh, them uh, out of my grave. (laughs) All right. I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. We are not going to lighten it up. No, we are not. No, we're just kidding. We're saving that. Um, look at all the people who have found a headstone. Who just finds a headstone? We're going to get to the bottom of it. Ashley did. Maybe you've been in a creepy um, cemetery. You got one that you want to tell us about. Uh, perhaps maybe you want to tell us about a headstone that you found. I cannot believe how many people have found them in their basements. Mm. Or in the like old properties. This is absolutely crazy. If you've got a story that you want to share, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're shouting because yeah. people are posting all their like small town cemeteries. Mm-hmm. They are the creepiest things ever. Yeah. I think what makes it creepy and like Ginger was just saying off the air there is that here in the city, there's thousands of, of, of markers. Yeah. yeah. But like in those small towns, there's like a handful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when you have just a very small amount, you're like, ooh, ooh. and the upkeep isn't always there. Yeah. yeah. Look at uh, Kara posted in the app, a picture of the 
Caslow Cemetery. Uh-huh. She says, this is the cemetery in the town that I grew up in. It would get really creepy at night. Uh, it's creepy during the day. <laughs> this looks like the images that show up in that ring video. Yeah. Like that flash through the screen. Yeah. There's the horse oh, and the well. Yeah. And, and the Caslow Cemetery. Wow. And then Robert posted a picture in the app as well. It says, guys, I was out with one of my drivers on a ride along. We delivered next to a gravestone place on Calgary Trail. And I saw this pile out back. And it looks like it's a grave marker of a 69. Oh. No, I think she's, I think it's just a, I think it's just your regular uh, face down ass up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't sure. Wasn't sure what was going on there. I put another one that's right near my house oh, where I okay. grew up. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is in Norris, Manitoba. Oh. Look at this butte. It's so empty. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Not a lot of people living out there. That's true. No. Or like, if I did live out there, I wouldn't want to be buried there. I know. I get it. You know what? The sad thing is, is as a child, we drove by that all the time. I'm like, I don't think I want to be buried there. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they're just so sad. Yeah. You want a happy cemetery, yeah, right? lights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jazz it up a bit, guys. <laughs> We're talking about finding tombstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a wild circle on how we got on that, so I'm not going to tell you. Just that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean can uh, start things up here. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. Excellent. Uh, where did you find a random tombstone? Well, actually, I found it in the attic of the house that I bought here in Edmonton. Oh, no my God. Way. Really? I actually live over near Delton. Uh, okay. So it's right right by one, uh, 122nd and 123rd. Yeah. So there's that big cemetery sort of right over okay. there. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, trying to fix the dilapidated crap hole of a house that I have, yeah. I went up to the attic and found, well, a little creepy altar thing with a bunch of old bottles and oh. digging through the wood chip insulation to find all the wiring that was horrible, pulled out a tombstone. <gasps> no way! Like a, a, a full bore or like a mini one? A full, a little, well, I don't know, it kind of looks like your typical almost comedic uh, tombstone that you would see in like a movie. Could oh, you okay. see like yeah. the but name yeah, and the years on it? it? Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like 1921. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know how it got there, but yeah, it was interesting. What did you do with it? I guess got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you do I didn't any... want it anywhere near <laughs> You're me. Like, That's why my ceiling was sagging. I have a rock <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah. That, that or why I have some creepy ghost running around in my yeah, house. Yeah, right? But yeah. Did you do any research on the name? Like, did you look for the family at all, or? No, I just kind of wigged out about it. I just got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a fine, though. That's house. crazy. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, but right. it was only one of the weird things about that house. <laughs> <laughs> only one. Oof. That's great. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you go up in your attic, and you see leaning on the wall there. Uh... One, like, the, the little thing set up with the bottles and... Is the, was the tombstone used and then replaced, or did it never go on the grave? I don't know. Maybe it broke, or they... I don't know. Uh, typo? I have, <laughs> I have oh, we no make a new idea. One. Uh, you, want the, you want the old one? I feel like there should be a special area at the dump for tombstones. Like, you know, with your electronics and your oils and your paints. Oh, like they, yeah. Can't, we can't tombstones. just put it in with the regular trash. I would guess... I'll bet you it was in the yard. And they just put it in the attic? Well, because development happened, property lines moved, and so you're oh. like, well, I'll move the tombstone. Oh, but not what was on the But the grave the is still there? So someone's fence post was rammed right through a grave? Yeah. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. You got oh. a body in your yeah, yeah, you got a body? <laughs> uh, Kim, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing oh, good. good. Uh, you stumbled upon a tombstone as well, right? 
yeah, it was really weird. So it was me and my hubby and our three kids, and we were camping on Crown Land yeah. in the Kananaskis area. Yeah. And we had a big fire that night, and, like, we built the fire pit ourselves. Okay. And we know what was there. And when we woke up in the morning, in the center of the fire pit was, like, it wasn't a tombstone, but it was like a memorial stone, so it was a large rock, and I mean, it was a good 15, 20 pounds, <gasps> so like, not something that could have just rolled over or toppled out of it, anyway, and it had a picture of a man on it, like an etching carved on it, kind of, what? Yeah. and then it had like a birth date and a birth year, and the name, it was like Mika or something, like it was like, kind of seemed like maybe a Germanish name or like and an old name, and it was from like... If I remember correctly, it was early 1900s, and the first date might have even been 18-something. Oh, my God. And this was smack dab in the middle of your fire pit like, when you woke up. Did it, you burn on it, or it was, was it... In the middle of the fire pit, no, it had no fire damage on it, and we had gone to bed with, like, the fire still kind of smoldering there, right beside the river. Oh, that's eerie. Yeah. It was really weird. So we kept it. We took it home with us. It <laughs> our house. It's out of our house. It's in the front flower bed now. So it, was, so it wasn't attached. It was in it, my bedroom for the longest time. You I brought it, it in the house? In my oh, yeah, I think it might be in my hubby's closet now. On like We have shelving in the closets, and it might have got moved into there. But somewhere, it's in my house somewhere. Wow, wow. I'm not asking for anything. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. That's, wow. Yeah, that's got to carry a lot that's, of weight with it. I personally, I love, love, love graveyards. Like, when huh. I was... Like, well, when my kids were little, we would grab lunch and go have lunch in the graveyard and take pictures and, like... Well, this is right up your alley, then. My kids' pictures have, like, gravestones in them, and, yeah, we stop huh. at any old graveyard we see. There's this great one in Yak, B.C., yeah. and it's, like, right on the side of the road, and it's, like, got the picket... Picket, uh, yeah, all the creepy the white creepy pickets. White. Yeah, it's just like the whole graveyard. Kim, you are a graveyard enthusiast. Yeah, this right. Is, this <laughs> is wild. <laughs> all right, okay. Thanks so much yeah, for sharing thanks, that. Thanks, Kim. Have a great day, you guys. You too. Bye bye. Stay spooky. Yeah, uh, we, we will. <laughs> okay. We will, yeah. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. No um, sign off. Stay uh, spooky. I love it. Hearing Kim talk was like watching a horror movie when you're like you're yelling at the screen like, "Don't pick up the haunted skull. Yeah. No, yeah. don't take and it. And brings it in the home. Yeah. At least, like, throw it outside in the flower bed or something. So was it, like, was that was that memorial stone, was it just loose all willy-nilly? Well, how did it get how in the fire it get pit? there? I have no idea. Unless they were so drunk they used it as, like, a stone Whatever, to build yeah. the fire pit and it just tumbled in. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Hey, Jordan. Hey, how's it going? Ah, Hi. Doing pretty good. Uh, you actually found a tombstone that wasn't in a cemetery, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. What went down? So we were hunting in the middle of North Dakota. Oh, geez. Yeah. We were hunting like an old farmstead field. Yeah. And we found like this really crude, like rock lying on the ground. Uh, like somebody plowing had like disturbed it. Okay. And there was like a name and dates chiseled into it. Oh. And we're like, oh man. And you could see it was moved. So we kind of moved it back to where it looked like it had been settled for a long time. Yeah. Right. And we called the farmer that we were hunting down there with, and we said, hey, like, we found this, like, here's where we found it on this property at this kind of location. And he looked into it, and it was totally, like, uh, from, like, way, way early, like, in, like, the 30s or 40s. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and it was it was uh, a, 
I think, a kid from the family. Oh, my God. And you guys stumbled upon this. Yeah, and they just buried them in the yard. Like, there's no farm there anymore, just like... Like, you could tell there used that's, to be a farm Yeah, that's there. where the homestead and stuff used to be. Right. Yeah, yeah and they just buried him in the yard. Wow. I think that was I a guess thing, that's though. what you like, did. Yeah, your family was buried usually on your property yeah. or within your vicinity, right? Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. Was it eerie? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, actually. It was a little <laughs> weird. Like, when we moved it back, we yeah. were like, because, uh, like, you're not supposed to, like, step on there. Great, like you're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, well, yeah, and you're like, I don't, I don't know, know like, Yeah, and you're like, where are you? <laughs> yeah, and there's all like those rules and, and stuff, and like, uh, and we took a picture of it to show like the farmer if he couldn't figure out like where it was mm-hmm. and stuff, and then we were like, yeah, we're gonna move out of here. <laughs> we're yeah, good. Thanks for letting us hunt on your property. We're out. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Alrighty, uh, for those of you who love eating sugar. Um, I know I'm not much yeah, of a sugar. I'm not a, I'm not a sweet. You reach for a candy oh, bar in the afternoon. Yeah, you love your sweet sweets. Yeah. yeah. Every tooth is a sweet tooth. <laughs> do you do, <laughs> the best. Do you do it for energy? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. All right. All right. Well, if you ever do reach for a candy in the afternoon to get a quick burst of energy, you might need a new excuse because a study just found the positive effects of a sugar rush might be a myth. Hmm. Researchers looked at how big of a hit sugar affected people's mood and how alert they are. And they found it actually makes you more tired and less alert within one hour of eating something sugary. So is it you got a spike while you're eating it and then you crash hard? And then you crash hard. Yeah. It also has almost no effect on your mood. So regardless of how much sugar you have, you're not getting any happier. Mm -hmm. The idea is, is that eating something sweet will perk you up and help you get through the day. Yep. Like grabbing uh, a Mars bar. Mm-hmm. Apparently, though, it's just a myth. So what if, uh, like Ginge, if you're going to uh, eat some sweets in the afternoon, yeah. what if Ginge just eats a chocolate bar every hour to keep that spike going? Yeah, I never stop. I'm just chasing that dragon. I I'm mean, I day. suppose you could. And then you stop eating chocolate at like 8 o'clock at night, crash hard, and go to bed. Oh, this yeah. sounds a lot better than Mars's idea. Uh, no sugar. Yeah, I, I would... <laughs> Looks like he got you. Yeah. <laughs> They do recommend eliminating uh, those sugar, sugary drinks, sugary snacks for an energy rush. Mm-hmm. They actually suggest that in order to sustain your energy through the day, eat cleaner. So you're looking at things like broccoli, carrots, so cucumbers, an apple, if an I'm, orange. If I'm deathly tired at uh, like one o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock, and if I eat broccoli, that's going to help me? Yeah, eat some broccoli. I don't think that'll yeah, Come on. That'll make me angry. What about an orange? I love broccoli, but... That's I don't. Well, the orange would have natural sugar, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Or an apple. Mm-hmm. You can do that oh, too. Like, you a, th- like a caramel apple. I got you, Marzi. No, okay. not a caramel <laughs> apple. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> Covered in nuts. Oh my gosh! All right. Speaking of food, uh, this next story here. I didn't know that this was such a hot topic, but apparently it is. Um, what restaurant would you say makes the best coleslaw? Can you think of a restaurant that's known for coleslaw? Like any of the chicken places? Yeah, the only one I can think of is KFC. Yeah, that green mash. I don't love their coleslaw. Actually, I don't mind it. It doesn't look like coleslaw. Yeah. I don't even think it can be classified as coleslaw, but I like it. Doesn't really taste like it either. (laughs) But I like their food. I just don't love their coleslaw. Yeah. Well, guess what, guys? Mm. KFC was just voted to have the best coleslaw out of all coleslaws. Do they have the only coleslaw? Like, who else has coleslaw? Yeah, I can't oh, I think of coleslaw. any other restaurant that 
is famous for their I, coleslaw. I don't like the KFC coleslaw. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I it's, a, it's like a fluorescent weird yeah. color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do. How I they think do it's the cabbage that turns. Maybe. I'm guessing. But it's like a fluorescent blue-green. Yeah. How uh, do they do chicken so right, which would be the tricky part? Yeah. And then the coleslaw. I can't believe you don't like the coleslaw. I do not like oh, the coleslaw. Oh, I, I love the coleslaw. If I had a tub right now, I'd be down I, on I it. love coleslaw, just not that I coleslaw. know. I'm with you. I love coleslaw. I feel like I make a really good coleslaw. So if you order a big uh, bucket of chicken, like a family meal, and it's got coleslaw there, you're throwing it in the garbage? Oh, I'm not touching it. <gasps> don't yeah, waste I'm not, it. You I'm would not waste eating, it? I'll bring it for you, Crash. I'm not eating the coleslaw. Oh, come coleslaw. on. And it comes, there's like a, I don't know, like a millimeter of it. Like, why even do this? Why are we doing <laughs> this? It's in the little foam container. Yeah, it's the yeah. tiniest amount of coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, I make, I feel like I make a really good coleslaw. I got a good recipe. I got it down. I, I got you it down. You make your own. Oh, yeah, I make my own dressing. I, I do the whole shebang. Yeah, you'll do the whole deal. I do yeah. the whole deal all by myself. I haven't I'll seen say. it in years, mind you, oh. but. Yeah. Okay, we had it last summer at a barbecue. I made a big coleslaw. <laughs> I don't. When I say make my own, I guess I assemble my own. I'll buy like the package of uh, like the the pre-mix, yeah, I like cut and it, and I'll get my own it. sauce. Oh, right, okay. But I like doing that because I like to. I like it heavy on the sauce. Mm. Oh, all heavy sauce yeah, for you, buddy. I want that dripping. But the KFC one, that's like a mash. It's very <laughs> yeah. Saucy. I it's 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 juicy. I wouldn't say it's saucy. Like it's liquid, but it's not sauce. You know? Yeah, I do. I I don't. It's just not my. I don't like my my that flavor. It's not the same as my coleslaw. Do you like your coleslaw sweeter or vinegarier? Probably sweeter. Probably sweeter? Okay. Yeah. I like a little more vinegary. Yeah. I like a nice crunch, too. I think that's my problem yeah. issue with the KFC one. It's too soft. Well, because it's been soaking for quite some time mm. in a barrel in the back, I'm sure. Uh, the coleslaw <laughs> actually tastes best if you, if you make it, assemble it the day before, and let it sit overnight. Oh, it's Let it still absorb crunchy. The yeah, it's it still, still crunchy, crunch. but man, is it delicious. Uh, people are saying apparently the KFC coleslaw yes. is not bright green anymore. Oh, oh, what color is it now? They've changed? Is it just they've changed it? So I googled KFC coleslaw, and it's showing uh, more see. like what Mars would make. Yeah, that's the picture that I've got. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's supposed to be the best coleslaw of all coleslaws. Yeah, this is oh. what I picture. Yes, that's the old one. That's the one that, it looks like blue-green algae. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the one that Crash was talking like about. Green algae. It looks like yeah, Harsh Canada would be stopping your boat yeah. on the way out of the lake, putting yeah. a spring yeah. down. Yeah, sorry, you're transporting some algae, sir. Yeah. Oh yeah, people are saying it's not that fluorescent green anymore. Oh man, because we recently ordered KFC for a party, and it just looks like normal coleslaw now. Oh, they changed KFC. Why did you change it? I remember that being that fluorescent green, though. Yeah. Although, based on the reviews from the Now family, there's a good reason why they changed it. Not one person is saying they like it. Yeah. Well, let's go over where people are eating the best coleslaw. Uh, apparently, Mar- Popeye's coleslaw is good. Mary Brown's is coming in. Mm-hmm. State and Maine is getting a few props. Oh, well done, State and Maine. I might have had the coleslaw there, actually. At State and Maine? Yeah. Possibly. Uh, Trish says, hands down, Tony Roma's. Tony Roma's. Oh, that's good. Dude, mm. Coleslaw with your ribs. That goes well. Mm. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Tony Roma's is coming in quite a few times. I don't know if I've been too hurt by KFC coleslaw. But if I'm eating out and the coleslaw's on the menu, I'm not even ordering it anyway, regardless of where I am. Because mm. you think you won't like it? Yeah. Mm. You think it ruined coleslaw for you in public? Uh, yeah. Uh, so like if there's a like a burger joint that has a little side no. of coleslaw as an option, you'd never get that. No, I take it, I'll eat at my house or if I'm over at someone else's for a barbecue, yeah. I'll be polite and eat their coleslaw. What if they served up the lime green stuff? I'll never darken their doorway again. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, kids. Yeah, no, in the end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, Laura's Steak and Pizza in Barhead has wicked coleslaw. Yep. Apparently, Chicken on the Way makes great coleslaw. Mm. 
So basically, all these other chicken places that have popped up, they do great they coleslaw. They do it, yeah. Yeah. Is that why KFC made the change? Could be. Too, mu- too much competition now? They're not, only the, they're not the only uh, chicken, uh, chicken biz in, in the town. game. We can all agree coleslaw is great with chicken, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever... We'll get one of those like uh, take-home like uh, barbecue chickens, you know, from like... Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 And we'll do some coleslaw with that. Oh, yeah. Some buns, yeah. And I will put the coleslaw in the bun oh, with yeah. the chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mix it up. That's the move. Yeah. Hmm. Make a coleslaw sandwich. Have yes. You ever, have you ever thrown coleslaw in a hot dog? <gasps> no. Do it. It's good. Big smoky dog in there. Oh, it's really good. Hmm. It'd be like a... Sort of like a new age sauerkraut. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Tastes uh, really good. Uh, people are saying also coleslaw with pulled pork on a. On oh, a yes, 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 yes. So good. Mm. Why didn't I think of that? Jeez. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess get some pulled pork, mm. get some coleslaw, yeah. some nice fluffy rolls. That's where I will have Put coleslaw. it all together. A mm. lot of places will serve it inside their pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. That's the best. If anyone owns any of these businesses and you want to drop food off, feel free to do so. You guys we'll, are going to hate me. We'll give you free plugs. What did you do? Would you say no to someone? I'm what? Not, no, I'm not putting... You're turning down food? I'm not putting my coleslaw on a sandwich, guys. Why? I can't make food touch. You know me. Yeah, but food... No. But a sandwich is touching. Coleslaw in its own little bowl, the pulled pork in its own little ah, arrangement. Come on. And then the roll. The only thing I'll do is the pulled pork on the roll. The roll has to be buttered, though. Yeah, no. I'm going to get I you. Know, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a, no, but you don't I, need the and butter. thickly buttered too. But mm. I, I can't put, I can't put it together, guys, in a sandwich. Think of it as if you're having a sandwich. Yeah. There's like, let's say you're having a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. You'd have like some lettuce on there. I do lettuce. See, think There's of it as lettuce. Thing. No, I can't. It's lettuce can't. with juice. It's no. like roided up lettuce. It's yeah. lettuce plus. No, it's, the coleslaw has to be on its own. Because you put little... mayonnaise on a sandwich. Yeah, I'll do That's mayonnaise disgusting. and lettuce. You have all the ingredients. <laughs> you're making coleslaw on your sandwich. But yeah, not want to come I won't do it. I won't do it. Slap me with some lettuce, a little bit of mayo, some hot sauce, oh, come on. Man. But no, no coleslaw. It's uh, got to be on its own. Uh, hey, CJ. Hey, how's it going? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you got another uh, sweet coleslaw joint? It is. It's not in Edmonton, but it's in Calgary, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the Tim Hortons parking lot. It's just a little shack, and you just kind of pull up to it. It's, uh, it's called Cowtown. Cowtown? Yeah, Cowtown. And like they have the ultimate best like ever I've ever had. Like they have apples, they have so much stuff in it, it's chunky, a little bit vinegary, but still just like perfect sweet. Like and then they throw that on their pulled pork or pulled beef sandwiches. Mm. And, oh man. You know what? Is it called a Cowtown Beef Shack? That's it. Yeah, oh, that looks good. Their menu looks incredible. Mm. Oh, if you get like you can't like take it home. You know what I mean? You got to like gorge on it right there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't need to let it sit in a bag. You finish that. You finish that up. Yeah. Oh, so I want one right now. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Off to work you go, dreaming of Cowtown. Yeah, do a quick spin yeah. down to Calgary first before you get into work. <laughs> there right. you go. Thanks, CJ. Thanks, CJ. You're welcome. Okay. Care, yeah, you bet. Bye bye. Huh, so yeah, I'm looking at their menu. You're right. It does look really good. See, look at how good it looks having mm. coleslaw on sandwiches, though. Like, just mm, any I, sort of filler. Okay, I'm really going to trip you guys up now. Are you ready look for at, this? Look at that. That looks incredible. What about, ready, Brocoslaw? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm, Will yeah. you guys do a Brocoslaw? Yeah, I'll do yeah. Brocoslaw. Huh. I don't, mind, uh, I don't mind any of the slaws that they uh, do at a grocery store, too. Like, they do them up quite well. Oh, yeah, they do some uh, fancy exotic slaws. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll, I'll eat a tub of that to myself. Because I'll buy a bag of Brocco slaw and I'll make my own coleslaw uh, dressing recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Delicious. You guys would love it. Yeah, it is really good. I don't think there's a vegetable I wouldn't uh, slaw up. Mm. Hmm. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Maybe like a gourd. Yeah, gourd. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do a gourd. Nobody eats Who was our last caller there? That was, uh, uh, that was CJ. CJ yeah. He's right about the apples, too. Get them apples in your coleslaw. Yeah, there's a lot of people texting and saying they do green apples in their coleslaw. Yeah, that gives it a nice little good right? crunch and a little yeah. tart. Yeah, yeah a it, gives crunch, it a yeah. gives it a little, uh, little zest. Also, I took a gamble. Someone said, please, Mars, Google crack slaw. <laughs> what? Uh, Did it I, pay off? I Googled crack slaw, yeah. and it actually looks delicious. It's not what you think, so feel free to Google that. What? Uh, is it a different combination? It looks like it's like a keto diet. Oh. So it's... um. It's a low carb dinner. Isn't using uh, slaw and ground and ground beef? Isn't regular slaw keto friendly, anyways? Yeah, but you guys are talking about putting it on delicious rolls and buns and oh, stuff. Oh, you're and skipping that's not, the bread. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. So okay. thank you for the crack slaw. I crack slaw that. also sounds like like a third rate WWE wrestler, right? Yeah, <laughs> crack slaw. Crack slaw. I'm coming for you, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> crack slaw, Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And what's this text here? It says, mm-hmm. "Hey guys, good morning." Yeah. Coleslaw rhymes with my name. Oh. Oh, okay. What's your what's what's your name? I don't know. Bone saw, bowl saw, bowl slaw, coleslaw. Low low so low slaw. Low slow. I guess I doesn't get this. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick, isn't it? <laughs> Is that Nick? <laughs> that rhymes with coleslaw. My right? brain did not. Coleslaw. <laughs> coleslaw. Coleslaw. Well, you got to text your name now. Yeah, if it rhymes with coleslaw. Yeah, we gotta we gotta know what your name is. Which, by the way, is awesome. Mima. Mm. Col- Me- no, that doesn't rhyme either with That's coleslaw. Close though. Ah. Bowl. Goal. Mole hole. Nope. Is it mole hole? <laughs> <laughs> is this Northside mole hole texting in? Oh boy. <laughs> We're on to you. <laughs> oh, this text here says this is named Mulva. What <laughs> that? Once again, Cole, that doesn't work. Malva. Yeah, it does. No. Coleslaw, Malval. No, it does. no, no. no. A, now you're okay. just going, oh, okay. adding that. There's All Seinfeld right. in you. Mm. All right, well, thanks for that. <laughs> An Edmonton woman is in the news this morning. She says she quit her job at a popular accessory store over concerns about whether employees can refuse to pierce a child's ear. Hmm. Now, Raylene is her name. She resigned following an incident in which a woman brought her seven-year-old daughter into the store to get her ears pierced. Mm -hmm. Now, her and a colleague were going to do the procedure together by piercing both ears at the same time. The child, though, um, did not want to get her ears pierced. Mm -hmm. She was crying, and the girl was adamant that she did not want her ears pierced to be pierced. Mm. The girl was saying, quote, they're standing too close to me, mom. I don't want them to touch me, mom. So the co-workers were like, we're not doing Yeah, this. we're not going to do it because the child's in distress. Mom didn't like that. Oh. And then she complained and then that employee was fired? Well, the mom and the daughter left the store without the girl's ears being pierced. The management um, learned what had happened with the employees refusing to mm-hmm. do the ears. And I think they got in a bit of trouble for it. Hmm. Now they're saying that they should not be forced to pierce the ears of a child who does not clearly want their ears pierced. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a tough situation, right? Cause you got the parental consent there. And if, I don't know. They're saying though, that the, if a kid is crying, well, I know I'm not, obviously, no, I'm not me doing personally, it. I, I totally would not. No. Do it. But I don't know. 
This is what they were told They're asking by... asking for a service. Now, they said, um, this woman, Raylene, Raylene, she said that she inquired. Like, she said, well, what are we supposed to do mm-hmm. in this situation then where a parent is physically restraining a non-consenting child? And she said she was shocked to hear her manager say that the employee should proceed with the piercing. What about uh, parents that get their babies pierced? Well, that's, yeah, well, the baby <laughs> the doesn't, baby's crying. Baby, baby doesn't can't have a, say no. Baby doesn't have a voice, but if, if a child is fighting yeah. No, yeah. and saying, no, I don't want this done. Mm-hmm. So she said she worked her final shift at the store. Mm. And now she's taken to the news. Mm-hmm. Weird situation. I don't know. Obviously, it's whoever's doing the piercing. And I guess shots, it's whatever perhaps. the, whatever well, the store, the store wants. I guess the store policy, yeah. You know, but I think that if you... Uh, yeah, if you come into my store and you're restraining your child and your child's saying to me, no, I'm not doing it. I didn't realize they still did piercing. I, I know. I didn't really right? think about it do either. Do they still make you sit in the front window? Yeah, I don't know if they still do it in the window. That was always weird. I'm with you. Yeah. You walk by and you're like, oh, that's weird. Mind you got you, kids watch. crying up front. I'd you watch. watch. When people get their ears pierced, I'd look. <laughs> I guess, Do you watch yeah. them? Like yeah. when that guy's making the chocolate in front of the, in the window oh, of the chocolate store? Yeah. yeah, that's good. If you're good. in the window doing business, yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah. It's I weird. uh yeah it is I guess though when did you get your ears pierced when I was in my twenties oh wow in their twenties yeah I wore clip-ons <laughs> are you afraid <laughs> yeah a little bit I got gotcha. you I just wasn't interested so in it. how do you I, go I don't know. how do you go from clip-ons to big hoops. What do you mean? I don't wear big hoops. I don't even have earrings in right now. Well, you, I very rarely you, ever you went through a hoop earrings. phase. I've worn I've worn my share of hoops. Yeah, I've worn a few big hoops to look, mm-hmm. you know, pretty with a dress or whatever. Like, that's got to be irritating on the ears, right? Yeah, if you like, got like big things hanging. Yeah, I'm just not really an earring kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. But for 20 seems like for someone choosing to get their ears pierced, that seems a little late in the game. Yeah, you'd like think you, it'd be a teen thing. Yeah, if you right? choose to at 16, like yeah, do what you want with your body. Mm-hmm. But like in your your 20s, that feels like you sort of missed the window. Oh. I mean, I'm surprised you'd go that far, like go that far without getting your period. It's like picking up smoking in your 30s. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm yeah. going to start smoking. Yeah. You know what, though? Because like, I waited till I was in my 20s because I got them done in Fredericton and get they're lopsided. That's when you got them done? Yeah. yeah. Fred- they're noticeably lopsided? Yeah. Can I, we look? Yeah. You can look at me. Is that why you don't wear earrings? I don't know if you can. I can really tell. It really is. Uh, one. I've bought Mars. Your my, right seems pretty centered in the I've bought Mars yeah. a fair share of earrings, and mm-hmm. this is why she doesn't wear them now. I finally got to the bottom. See, They're lopsided. Yeah, you see that it's lopsided. This one, this hole's up here. That's why you always just have your head cocked to one yeah. side so you never see both ears. When uh, Crash <laughs> yeah, was getting right. his nose fixed, you should have got him to <clears throat> touch know, those right? up. Uh, people are also uh, texting in saying what kind of a mom would hold their child down to get their ears pierced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, question. that's the other question. Hey, at least saying her mom would. Yeah, okay. Tell me, Tom, get your ears get pierced. Get your ears pierced. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I know. It's just, I, you know, the, here's the thing, is that if you're an employee and a child is screaming no, you shouldn't have to f- force their ears. Parents are going to do what parents are going to do. Mm-hmm. Can you still rock a hoop? Yeah, I could. Like, I, are there fashionable hoops right now, yeah, or they're not good right now? There is. There's some really, there's some really nice ones. I was at Zara the other day, and I was looking at some. Are they toned but... down though, where they're not touching your shoulders? I never wore touch my shoulder hoops. I didn't know hoops had a stigma. Crash is exaggerating. <laughs> they were bigger hoops. Are hoops bad? 
Well, I, I don't I don't know. Does it mean you're a bad girl? I also bought a pair of earrings once. I don't know why they look so good in the store, but I got them home and I put them on. It looked like I had Roman shields. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those. <laughs> Do you remember Yeah, yeah, Roman? yeah. It looked like, like, like your fighting shield that you hang on to. I think it was supposed to be a leaf, yeah, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be, but yeah. it looked like some sort of gladiator shield. And it was like, oh, they were horrible. like the hammered steel kind of thing. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. Oh, yeah, very industrial. I yeah. thought she hit up like a, like a metal fabrication plant. Ugh. That feels very like Egyptian, like Cleopatra. I picture her with yeah. like big, heavy rings. They were horrible. Mm-hmm. So, now I usually only wear earrings if I go out to a fancy place or the Christmas party. Because mm-hmm. I can't wear them here because headphones and earrings don't mix. Can you do? <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> I don't know if you can read that. No, I can't read that one. No, and that's not true. Haley, you see that? Text? You know what? I am gonna. I am <laughs> gonna read it. I'll read it. Okay. It, it says the bigger the hoop. The bigger the Okay, listen. What do you say then about gladiator shields? Because I had big gladiator shields yeah, too. The, the I don't have the those anymore. Shield, the bigger the Yeah, listen, everybody's worn some cute hoops. I've got hoops. Look how many people have lost sided piercings. Yeah, that's and that's the other thing is the woman who did mine in Fredericton, she she lops. I, I don't understand how you don't get it right. Like, well they're just eyeballing it, right? Yeah, they are they usually they put a um like a mark, like a like they're uh, marker. The people that are doing the piercing, they obviously went to school for this, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I think the woman who did mine was like sixty-five years old. Oh no! But are they getting like? Are they measuring your lobes? And no, like fine and center. They just look at you and they do like a sharpie, sharpie, oh. and they just make sure that they're. Did you then double verify in the mirror their dots? She did not sharpie me. That was oh. my first. She didn't mistake. sharpie you. No. So she just eyeballed it and she's like. Yep. Done. And then I got home, like, one stud was down here and one was up here. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> There's one in your nose. Come on, this Fredericton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone said they love their hoops. You're going to rock them today. There you go. You know Ladies and guys, if you got piercings, rock a hoop today. Yeah, I, have, I like a hoop. Ho- hoops are cute. Pirates wear hoops. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pirates are cool. Tell me pirates aren't cool, yeah. Yeah. This one here says, Mars, do you mean your hoochie hoops? No. <laughs> I didn't know this about hoops. No, everyone's just joking around now. Does that mean you really like to like get around? Yeah. If no. you're rocking a hoop? Hoops right? are cute. Like how, how everyone uh, ripped me a new one for wearing my pineapple shirt. That means I'm a swinger. Yep. I yeah. had no idea. We did get to the bottom of that. I did, I did not know. I'm going to go around the office today. See who's wearing hoops. Mm. Yeah, but look at how cute hoops are. Give him a creep on. <laughs> oh, geez. Don't go in the sales department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go you're just going there. through you're like hey all right hey wear your hoops ladies all right have you guys ever been to one of those axe throwing places no no we've been invited a couple times okay uh well it is if you don't know what it is uh it's it's a place where you go where you can throw axes at targets on the wall mm-hmm. so there's a couple of them around town i'm sure they're awesome i've never been you take that axe over your head and you whip it at the wall uh well a woman in colorado is going viral because she almost killed herself at one of these places. Why? She throws the axe, but it ricochets off the floor, then off the target, and comes flying right back at her head. <gasps> Pointy, sharp, and first. I've got the video here. Oh, Did you see this, change? Yeah. Man. Come on over. Check this Boom, out. Boom, and it bounces. Oh! Here she goes. Holy crap. Like, that is close. The axe uh, hits the floor and bounces, and it comes flying right back at her. It's like, and it's like two inches away from her head. Oh, my gosh, that's close. And she's laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah, she thinks it's hilarious. 
Yeah, it's like two inches away from her head. And the guy beside her is like, oh. what the hell? Why would they put rubber, a rubber mat like that? Shouldn't it be like like a a sand or a... Oh, I know, it's bad. Like a cork, like around a dartboard to stick into. Why would you want something something that'll catch the axe or like foam or something? Like I'm, oh my gosh, that's so close. The mat's there so it doesn't hit the concrete floor, obviously, right? That is, though, the worst axe throw I've ever seen. It is a bad (laughs) axe throw. Because she throws it kind of at the ground. Man, is she lucky. She is so lucky that that did not hit her. That would have taken her out. That would be very It would have stuck in the side of her head. Yeah. No, was she staring right at it? Right? As it's coming at her, and then she's like, oh, no. And then she turns around. It would have got her in the back of the head, too. I can't stop watching it. There's, and there's a guy in there with her who I'm sure is regretting throwing axes beside He's her. regretting right? being in the same cage as her. Jeez. And I mean, I don't think she does anything wrong. No. She does exactly what they tell you to do. Except mm-hmm. throwing Just, the axes. Yeah, her, her aim is a little, you know, she's not the greatest at it. Do any of the axe, what do they call them, like an axe range? Uh, yeah, sure. Is there any sort of like protective shield between you and like, do you throw the axe over like a, maybe like no, a fence? No, it's wide open. Yeah, you're just a, it's like a batting cage, but you're throwing axes, basically. Yeah, it's nuts. Well, okay, the video. we have, uh, there's probably a whole bunch in town, but one that comes to mind is the axe hole. I oh, yeah, that, the axe hole. Yeah, yeah right. That's because they got a funny name. <laughs> um, but here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, yeah, and everyone's like, how about her reaction time? Yeah, I'll put a clip of that video on Snap and Insta, too. Yeah, we'll it. get that up on the social. We'll try to get a link for you as well um, up in the app. Oh, it's there. And over on Facebook for you, too. It is absolutely crazy. Here's what I want to know from you guys, though. When did you say, holy crap, am I lucky that missed me? Mm. This girl whips an axe at one of those axe throwing places. It bounces off the floor, off the target, and then ricochets right at her head. She ducks just in time. Mm-hmm. And it misses her head by seconds. How many peeps have dropped a damn knife in the kitchen? And you see the knife falling, uh-huh. your reaction time is so slow, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, and the knife is spinning, spinning, right beside your foot, it goes in the floor, and you're like, <gasps> yeah, it takes your breath Where away. Where it would have just stabbed right in the top of your foot. When did you say to yourself, holy crap, I'm lucky that missed me? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about the time when you said, holy crap. Uh, thank God that missed me. Mm, I didn't get a chance to uh, post on our social yet. The uh, uh, lady that was throwing her axe in one of those like uh, axe throwing uh, businesses, uh-huh. and it bounced off the floor, hit the target, and flew right back at her, whizzed right by her head. The video's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> this text here says, "Hey guys, it wasn't an axe or anything dangerous, but this might be dangerous on another level. Mm-hmm. I was at a swimming pool, and it was very busy that day." And I was doing some fun stuff, uh, handstands and stuff underwater. Sure. Well, I came up underwater with a big, (gasps) when I got to the surface, taking a big old deep breath, when all of a sudden, right at my chest was a poop floating by. I was able to make myself, my chest go concave. And I... (laughs) (laughs) We'll take that one. And I flailed backwards. Thank God it missed me. Yeah, I mean, because you could have came up with a poop on your head. Oh, or like it's like tumbling on your face as you're coming out of the water. Right? Yeah, you're coming up, you're taking a deep breath, and now you've got a poop on the forehead and a Uh, poop on your nose. The pool poop. The pool poop. Thank God you missed that. No kidding. We'll Uh, take that story. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Kayla, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Um, You uh, dodged something that almost stabbed you, right? Yeah. 
when I was probably about 11 years old, uh, a bunch of my family was out of my grandpa's cottage, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, and uh, we would go boating or tubing. We would throw our wet life jackets over the rails of the deck to dry off. Yeah. And uh, so we ran. I ran up to grab my life jacket, which was probably about three or four feet above my head. And I just whipped it down. And as I did, I just heard my dad yell my name with sheer panic. <gasps> and I stepped back to see him because I couldn't see him that close to the deck. Yep. But as I stepped back, a knife that he had rested on my life jacket just like stuck straight up in the ground where I was standing. Oh, jeez. Because you grabbed the life jacket, <laughs> and you flung, flung the knife. Yes. Yeah, and he felt horrible because it's not the smartest place to leave a knife. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. If he hadn't screamed my name, I wouldn't have stepped back and it would have for sure hit me in either the face or the chest. Yeah. He could just see you oh. grabbing your life jacket and he's like, Kayla! Yeah, and, and it was coming like, down blade <laughs> first. Yes. Whatever it's like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Close Ooh. call on that one. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. I mean, I guess if you fling that, oh, yeah, yeah. there's a knife there yeah, from barbecue or whatever. Oh, yeah, it'll get you. Yikes. Um, good morning, CJ. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Um, you had a co-worker uh, dodge something, right? Yeah, he dodged a 16-pound sludge. Another one. Another sledgehammer. Oh, jeez. Was it falling? Like, what's the deal? It was a 16-pound sludge, and we were swinging it for most of the day. Like, yep. I was trying to knock off trunnions off the uh, scraper. Okay. Like a big ball on the side. Yeah. And he was heating it up with the torches, and I was smacking it with that. But what happened was I, I, just as I went to go hit my last one, I moved my foot just slightly. Yeah. And it threw everything way off. So when I swung, I completely missed the trunnion, and he caught it out of the corner of his eye, saw me, and he's a big dude. Like, when you see him, he's like the size of a 50-gallon drum, like his chest. He's a Jeez. big dude. Yeah. And when I saw him move, it was like a 150-pound dude just flew by me like Donovan Bailey. Oh my <laughs> just <God>. gone. <laughs> he, he, like, matrix back. It smacked the cuff of his coveralls. Cool. And he's, like, just went full matrix down and then backed up and looked right at me laughing, going, oh, man, you see how fast I am? Yeah, because and when you're swinging a sledgehammer that heavy, you're not stopping it when you're in full swing, so you would have smoked them. I did everything I possibly could do to stop, and it did nothing. No. Swinging like I didn't even do anything. Jeez. Oh, man. Well, thankfully, you didn't hit him. Holy crap. I was so terrified, and I I was just... Like a deer caught in head, like yes. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, you're like, I'm so sorry, I'm <laughs> so sorry, man. What just happened here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, thanks, CJ. Thanks, you're CJ. Welcome. Okay, bye bye. Oh man, bye-bye. that's uh, that's nuts. Well, yeah, especially when you're working with stuff that's uh, really heavy, you get the swing going. Yeah, you're you got to follow through. Megan from Thorhill says, "Good morning, everyone. I was in my kitchen doing dishes one day. Mm-hmm. I've been having trouble with my light fixture in my kitchen." Yeah. It was one of those office-style fluorescent type oh, yeah. with the three long bulbs. Yep. And it was in the ceiling right above where you walk back and forth. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you're kind of there. You got your island, your yep. counter space. I guess the weight of one of the light had been pulling on the wires. And all of a sudden, one side of my light fixture <gasps> let go. Yeah. It swung down, whoosh, towards my head. Mm. It came at me like a wrecking ball at the back of my head. Somehow, my spidey senses knew to duck. Mm-hmm. I ducked out of the way as the light went foom Jeez. right over me and swung back. That would have took you right out. Probably knock you out. Yeah, Megan said she had to sit down for a second. Your hair just goes. Phew. Yeah. 
Like, oh my. <laughs> oh, Holy man. crap. Uh, another one here. Uh, Kaylee, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, so, uh, you didn't have to dodge anything. This was your dog? Yeah. So, I have a miniature dachshund, and when I'm cooking, she's literally on my feet, like yeah. right under me. And I had a big um, serrated bread knife. Okay. And it fell, well, swung off my counter, and it, my dog was right under me, and I panicked, and so I smashed the the knife against the counter. Yeah. Like, I cut myself doing it, but I saved my dog's life. Well, <laughs> yeah, because the knife probably would have just went... Holy crap. Like, straight down, because your dog wouldn't notice. So you stopped yeah. it, like, with your legs or whatever? Yeah, I, uh, with my hand, I just... And hit it. <laughs> oh, and then oh my gosh! Bread knife just uh, slices your hand open. Yeah, I'd rather that than my dog getting stabbed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. without a doubt. Yeah, thank you for saving your puppies. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, thanks, Kaylee. Have a great morning. You too. Bye bye. Is it morbid Bye-bye. that I think about that every time I'm I in the kitchen too. cooking and the cats are running around? I'm like, oh, if a knife like just spun off the counter. I know. I think like, about it too. <laughs> Daniel, how you doing, bud? Good. Excellent. All right, so uh, did you have a near miss? I had a near miss when I was a kid, yeah. Okay, what happened? uh, I think I probably got the idea from watching uh, Commando. Yeah. The old Schwarzenegger movie, and I took a skill saw blade out of the garage and threw it at a a log sitting in her yard. It just immediately bounced back and went right over my head and stuck in a... Wall of the house. Oh, oh my gosh. Geez. It's like the world's sharpest frisbee. Yes. <laughs> yes it's a sharp frisbee. Yeah, and you just whipped it. Uh, as a kid, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I've thrown a couple skill saw blades. Thankfully, none of them have bounced back and uh, almost hit me. My goodness. Well, you got to turn them the right way, I learned. Oh, and oh, okay. to, to actually get it to stick? The, yeah, the teeth go one direction. <laughs> the Throw it in the uh, direction the and follow the arrows <laughs> right. on the blade. <laughs> yep. My goodness. Brutal one. Okay, thanks, Daniel. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you bet. Take care. Call anytime. Oh, my gosh. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, people are texting. Uh, this one here. Lots of sledgehammers. Like, there's so many people texting in about sledgehammers. Yeah. Well, so many near misses on the job site, right? This one here says, hey, guys, I was doing archery when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. The instructor said, arrows down. And we went to retrieve our arrows. Well, one kid still had an arrow up. Oh, no. And shot it while I was walking down the arrow range. Yep. The feather of the arrow clipped (gasps) my ear. Little punk. (laughs) Holy cow. And then immediately turn around and be like, yeah. Right? The kid's just booting it out of there. Listen to this one. My sister was waiting for a bus. Yeah. A huge chunk of ice broke off of a building three stories up. It fell just behind her head. Mm -hmm. It was so close to her, it brushed her hair and left a scratch on the back of her neck. Holy crap. She probably just shifted like an inch and then it just skimmed by. Oh, she's so lucky. Yeah. Uh, Another one here. Uh, Is this James? Yes, good morning. Hey. All right. So uh, you dodged something that fell from the sky? Uh, Yeah. I was living in uh, an older apartment building in southern Ontario. Yeah. And uh, the third story, I came out the front door, and the third story window popped out, fell down, missed me by about half an inch to two inches. A four-inch piece of glass in the size of a triangle landed in the banister beside me. Holy crap, like it stabbed right in the banister. Right in the banister. Aye! I I have pictures of it actually embedded in the banister. That could have been embedded in your skull. Yeah, it would have, that would have killed you. Uh, most certainly would have. 
Holy crap. That's like watching, you know when you watch on TV or in the movies when the air conditioning unit falls out of the window? Yeah, yeah, and someone's and walking then just, by kind Or of the thing? piano drops yeah, out yeah, of yeah. a... But this was a full window. Holy crap. And you just like, you felt that it was uh, coming down and you just shifted a little bit. It went right by my ear pretty much. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Man. Well, thankfully it didn't catch you, man. What a story. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Take care, bud. Bye. Bye. That's terrifying. Anything falling from the sky because you're not looking up. Mm, How about this one? Add a near miss without even knowing it, guys. My God. I had this sword rack full of swords. And I had fallen asleep on the couch by them. Ugh. Well, I woke up to a sword right beside my face. Apparently, the stand broke while I was sleeping, and the sharpest one came after me. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Never sleep under a sword no, rack. No, don't move that sword rack. You know what? Put that sword rack on your living room wall. That's so, where it is. Oh, I thought they said it was in their bedroom. No, it was in the living room because he passed out on the couch. Okay, you've got to move your sword rack then away from the couch. Put it on the opposite wall. If you've got a nice foyer... Put it in the... <laughs> a foyer. A sword rack in the foyer. Yeah, that's put the it first in, thing you see when right. you walk so in someone's house. So when people house. come in, they say hello to you, and then they can recognize the beauty of your sword. Yeah, and everyone has a foyer in their house, Well, too. you might have a small entranceway <laughs> or a foyer, foyer where... Leave the swords in my foyer, please. Right. I mean, it's not something you'll see on HGTV, but some people <laughs> yeah, yeah. would like a sword rack in a foyer. Oh, man. You know. Uh, okay, we'll do one more here. Sure. Uh, we'll go with uh, April. Hello. Good morning. Hey, uh, we're talking about uh, close calls of you having to dodge something. Hmm. Uh, What was your situation? I was actually a failure. I didn't dodge, but (gasps) it did miss me, thank God. Oh, okay, yep. (laughs) The... we bought a big bottle of wine, like one of those one-liter monsters from Costco. for Beauty. Oh, yeah, the big beast. Oh, yeah. I I couldn't get the cork out, so I call one of my tall, strong friends over. Yeah. And he pulls it off the counter in one hand, corked in the other and hoofs it open and the thing flies down next to my foot and smashes into a million pieces showers us both with glass and wine oh man and it just yeah. missed your foot and this giant bottle that would have crushed your mm-hmm. foot it would have thank goodness it missed oh it's sad that you lost all that wine but at least your foot wasn't damaged don't worry we, got, we went out and got another one. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay good <laughs> This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, this next story here is uh, kind of nuts. Arizona, down in the States there, um, the newspaper, there the news outlets there, speaking of which, obtained police documents which detail a strange ordeal a man went through after meeting a woman on an online dating site for people with high incomes. Oh, okay. So this is like your champagne of dating apps. Yeah. Police said that over the course of 10 months, a woman by the name of Jacqueline Aids sent the unidentified man 159,000 text messages. Ay, ay, ay. That's why wouldn't you block someone? I right. I think because at one point he was like, "Let's just watch this go and see how far it goes." Yes, some of which by the way were threatening in nature. Authorities say that Jacqueline went on just one date with the man. Um, who she met on a dating service that is for people who earn at least $500,000 per year. After the date, he said, listen, I'm not interested. And that is when she just began to text and stalk him. He called the police after discovering she was sitting in her car in front of his house. After her initial arrest, she started sending him threatening messages. Mm. In one message, she threatened to kill him. Hey, wow. If he ever tried to leave her. Mm -hmm. And in another, she told him that she would, quote, make sushi out of your kidneys 
and chopsticks out of your hand bones. <laughs> what? Wow. This is it's not There's good. some fantastic text messages rolling in. In April, the man then called police on Jacqueline because she broke into his home and took a bath while he was on holidays. She was released from jail, showed up to his job, and said, I'm your wife! Duh! Police later arrested her, and she is being held now in county jail. I'm just waiting for the day for that to happen here. The, <laughs> the bath in the house, that's like uh, indecent purpose. That's, that's stalker behavior. Yeah, that's yeah. stalker. Because the sushi bones, the, uh, the chopsticks out of your finger bones, those would, wouldn't, wouldn't work anyway. Mm, I'm calling yeah. you bluff. Yeah. Those would be terrible chopsticks. But those when someone uses your bathtub? Yeah. Because you know they use your loofah. In bad spots. Is it just me, or have we seen this woman before? Oh, you got a picture of her? I've got her mugshot. Oh, yeah, let's see And mugshot. I feel like we've talked about her before in another story. Let's see. Is that not a familiar mugshot? No, that looks like someone we worked with. Oh, there she is. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, is that what? You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, I do now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, oh. I don't think we've talked about that woman before. No, I, that looks like someone we worked with. Oh, that's why it's so familiar to me. Yeah. Ooh, whisper her name. No. Say it in pig Latin. Oh, no, no, uh, no. Ginger, your photo's a little different. Look at the one Mars has. You'll know right away. <laughs> oh, where did it go here? Picture different hair color. What hair color? <laughs> well, Mars, I have it here in your head. And then Mike, <laughs> Mars is mouthing and whispering names. <laughs> no, I didn't said, whisper a name. Everyone can hear red. No. <laughs> oh. A little bit. A little bit. Little bit, little bit, little bit. Oh, I think it's a, it's a lot. You think it's really close, eh? That's why I thought maybe we've talked about her before. Okay. Well, no, that person that we worked with though was not crazy. Like, like this isn't. Well, no, I'm just saying it, they looked like that person, right? Hmm. And in Crash's world, if you look alike, you all act the same. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, interesting. You're, yeah, interesting, like, Crash. <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. A little bit. Haley, <laughs> <laughs> you see it too? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it a little bit. It's there. That's why it seemed familiar to me. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. <laughs> Is there anyone listening? We'll just do a quick uh, 56789. Has someone ever had a, uh, uh, like, someone text them a thousand texts? That'd be way too much. And you I, just, don't, I don't you think anyone. Them, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone will put up with that. I think people block after like 10 messages. You're like, you need to, you need to stop. 530 texts a day. That's that wow. is insane. Five hundred and thirty texts a to day. one person. People want to know if she makes five hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't think she does. Mm. Yeah, she's not the one. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. In this relationship. No, no. I, I think it's him. <laughs> He's no the chance. one. Once you find a whale, though, you got to sink your claws in. And I think that's what she was free. Yeah, she found a guy. Saw those big bucks. I've yeah. been inundated with uh, messages. It wasn't text. It was on Facebook, and. The woman that was messaging me, she probably she probably sent me well over a thousand texts. Oh, you're right. She probably messages. did. Yeah, she, she probably sp- definitely sent, sent me well over a thousand messages, and it was crazy because uh, they kept popping up, and I didn't block her because I'm watching like conversations unfold that are not even happening. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're all like directed towards me, and then she's acting like I answered, and then she starts answering her own questions. And then it's her freaking out. And then all of a sudden we're best friends. And then freaking out again. We're best friends. She stops, blocks me. 
unblocks me and then inundates me with messages again. Yeah, and you had never once responded I, to her or not once. No. Do you, do you think that method's ever worked for anyone? <laughs> I don't think so. Sending off thousands of texts a day to get them to see your side of the <laughs> argument? I don't think so. I don't think that'll ever work. Well, and you've never, like, like this woman who was texting on Facebook, you've never met her in person. Nope. You've never had a conversation I've with never her. replied to her once. You've never, <laughs> like, it's not like your paths have crossed. No, you just watch, you just watch, like, her having her own conversation. And then she discovered her laptop had a microphone. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah the recorded messages the recorded were crazy. crazy. Yeah, uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I met a guy on Plenty of Fish, and he texted me about 41 times in one day. Mm -hmm. I got home from work, and I was like, ah, this is a no, and I blocked him immediately. Yeah. 41 text messages in a day? What's your uh, amount that you'll block? Like, Ginge, someone gets your number, they inundate you with messages. I do like to feel pretty, so (laughs) I'd let them go pretty far. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What's a lot? Yeah, like, what's a a dozen? How many is too many? Consecutively, I think a dozen is way too. I much. think a dozen is too. That's much. blockable, right? If if you text Rachel and if she doesn't answer you within a half an hour, are you firing the matter? Oh, she's getting another tasty one. <laughs> oh no, no, they're getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here says, Leave "Good morning, on, guys. <laughs> Please keep me anonymous." Yeah. Uh, someone that I know just recently, within an hour, they had seventy-five text messages from someone they met on a dating site. <gasps> they went out with once. They ended up having to go to the RCMP. Because it was threats like, if you don't date me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. That's not good. God, dating nowadays would be so horrible. Yeah, that's brutal. That would be terrifying, right? Yes. If this, it starts just with a couple texts, all of a sudden, every time your phone is going off, you're like, no, no, no. And then, bing, 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 And then, what is going on here? And then, of course, when I include threats. Uh, Another one here says, there's some punk kid online harassing the crap out of people in Spruce Grove right now. Yeah. He locates you on the buy and sell and then starts private messaging you really rude messages and weird things. Half of the town of Spruce Grove is involved. What? And the police. Oh. Like this person just pulls your number from the buy and sell and trolls you? Do you imagine though you put like, I have this like dresser, like a dresser with like six drawers. Yeah. Putting up on the buy and sell and all of a sudden my phone's blowing up with D pics of some kid in Spruce Grove. (laughs) What if he starts roasting your dresser? Your taste. Now I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't you insult my taste in furniture. That's your big concern. That's, that's my big concern. Hmm. Uh, apparently it's... Oh, here. We got Spruce Grovers coming in now. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, I'm from Spruce Guys. Good morning. It's Facebook Messenger. He changes his profile. Mm. Oh, okay. So you oh, mess- okay, okay. Some oh. stuff to track. Uh, this one says, he'll talk about how ugly you are and how ugly your kids are himself. <laughs> Jeez, okay. So he's not commenting on uh, dressers or just wants to buy some tires. Right, so he just says that you're an, an ugly POS and your kids are ugly too. And there's probably nothing that can be done. Oh, no, there wouldn't be anything. Yeah, because good luck tracking them. <gasps> Someone knows about this guy in Spruce. Oh, let's get to it. Yeah. Hey, Taylor, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. All right, so you know a little bit about this. Uh, is it a kid or this guy that's trolling people on, in Spruce Grove? Yeah, okay. I don't know, like, too too much about it. I'm on, like, a lot of local chat pages. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that he started on the buy and sell, but I know for a fact that he's been going on the local chat pages, and he'll comment on, like, everything and anything and just, like, start things. And everybody's, like, basically summed it up to that it's a fake account, and, it's and like, he's a troll. Yeah. And, like, some people think that he's, like, a real teenage kid, and so they were all going to, like, meet him at the McDonald's <laughs> the other day and, like, beat him down. They're like, McDonald's. 16A, 6.30 and all this stuff. And we're like, 
me and my boyfriend are sitting here like, uh, okay, like you guys understand this is like a teenage kid or like a troll who's like yeah. thirty in his mom's basement, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you know the sad thing is someone probably showed up well, to that McDonald's, like the ones that are like, yeah, meet me there, get it on. Yeah, I think some people actually did, and then they're all sitting there, but like everybody kind of knows that it's a joke too, because he's even sitting there going, yeah, like I showed up and nobody was here, but like everybody knows that he didn't show up because he wasn't there, and they'll like make fun of him for being a ginger too and all this stuff. <laughs> Smells doesn't sound that bad. I hate that freaking town. Ginger has been known to hate spruce. I log on like every three hours and I just see like more and more posts of like everybody just fighting with everyone. And I'm like, we are so bored in this town. Like, yeah. But you know what? I don't blame you for reading it because it's probably juicy every time you load it. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'd read it. Oh, yeah, crack I'd a bottle of wine and just yeah. sit back and read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Thanks for the info on that, Taylor. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye bye. <laughs> this kid's tearing this town apart. <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> you were gone oh. for a bit. <laughs> Take a couple weeks off. Take a couple weeks off. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, hopefully Spruce Grove gets it together. It is probably, though, just a troll. Oh, absolutely. Just block him, I guess. We deal with that crap daily, too. Why can't they track him? Is it like the movies where they have to keep him online long enough for the police to log on and trace his location? Well, I don't think the police are going to do anything about someone saying that you and your kids are ugly. Yeah. It's not not threatening. It's not much He's not saying he's going to kill or something. Or they are ugly, it's not even slander. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) The cops open the page. He's like, well... Kid's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of people, though, meeting him at McDonald's. Now, that's a problem. Oh, well, why, right? would, they, they, why would they ever think that he would show up if for a one? Royal he Rumble, or she. Doesn't matter. Royal Rumble breaks out. Yeah. It's just not good. So, <laughs> yeah, just block him, I guess, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. He says you and your kids are ugly. Well, sorry. I apologize on behalf of my ginger. Yeah. <laughs> I how, promise. How do they know it's a ginger? I don't know. <laughs> they just single out ginger. They're like, this is a thing a ginger would do. Yeah, I guess they just assume. <laughs> All right, off to Rio de Janeiro. We go for this next story here where a woman by the name of Pollyanna is making the news. And here's why. Now, I'm sure if you've done any reading about Rio de Janeiro, uh, you probably know that muggings are huge there. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, it's not unusual if you're standing on the street to have a group of people walk up to you. Demand your phone or demand your money. Mm-hmm. Now, this woman, whose name is Pollyanna, uh, she was standing by herself waiting for an Uber on the streets of Rio de Janeiro uh, when a guy was watching her. And she could see that uh, he was watching her. He sat down next to her because she was um, sitting on a bench. And he asked her for her phone. And she said, no, dude, like I'm not, I'm not giving you uh, my phone. Uh, he said to her, um, I, I, you know, give me your phone or I, I've got a gun and I'm going to shoot you. In oh, other geez. words, he was mugging her. Yep. And she said, you know what? Um, I'm not going to uh, deal with this either. And she ended up kicking the living crap out of him. Why? Pollyanna is a UFC fighter. Damn. Oh, he messed with the wrong person. He look. messed with oh, the wrong person. Look His at face. him. Oh, he is, he is ruined. He said to her, give me the phone. Yeah. Don't react because I'm armed with a gun. Then he put his hand over his gun. But she was like, nah, you know what? If it's a gun, he won't have time to draw it. That's what you're thinking? So she stood up, threw two punches and a kick to his face. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she said he fell down and then she caught him in, quote, a rear naked choke. 
which I don't know what that is, but it sounds horrendous. Mm-hmm. Well, he was probably screaming for help after, right? He was, yeah. She ended up holding him down until the police arrived because people on the street saw well, this yeah. you know, girl kick the crap out of this guy. Uh, sure enough, he did not have a gun. When cops came, they searched him. It was, in fact, a cardboard cutout of a pistol. Jeez. As she had the man pinned in a chokehold, she was yelling at passerbys to call the police. And they did, and the police were quick to arrive. Her nickname in the... In the MMA circles is the Iron Lady. She's she is a she's not a beast, but she's she's oh, she's, she's ripped. Fit like yeah. she is ripped. Yeah, she's a cutie patootie too. <laughs> I love the side by side shot. Her and her UFC wear abs busting out, and then the guy's busted up face. His face is busted. <laughs> up. Oh, he is in rough shape. Yeah, she kicked the crap out of him. Do you think he'll think twice next time before doing that, or this is just? His living. This is what he does. I don't think a uh, cardboard gun fella thinks too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> his life choices. I just saw a picture of his cardboard gun. It is the saddest cardboard gun ever. Uh, she said, it's an L. <laughs> she said, quote, people asked me if I was okay and I'm fine. But to be honest, he didn't even react after. He took so many punches very quickly. I think he was scared and stunned. So he stopped reacting. He looked at me and said, just let me go. All I did was ask you for the time. In a chokehold, I said to him, ask for the time, my ass. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. This one, two, bu- two punches and a kick and a rear naked choke. Damn, I love her. Yeah, that's what she did. So the police came. They arrested him, made sure that she was okay. And, of course, she was. She said she simply went home and made dinner after leaving the police station. She said the only thing that hurt was her hands hurt a little after the day after. But it was nothing serious and nothing she couldn't uh, cure with a bit of ice and then carry on. And she carried on with her vacation? Yeah. There's, bang, a, boom. there's a picture of his uh, gun in the app. That is the worst. He didn't yeah. even like spray paint it black. Nope. It's no. cardboard. It's got some t- uh, text from the box on the cardboard. If you guys are threatened with a gun... Well, hmm. you can take whatever you want. I'm not... You're not calling their bluff? I'm not Pollyanna. I, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not. If someone says I got a gun, take whatever you want. Yeah, if I'm in uh, Rio yeah. de Janeiro and someone says they have a gun and they reach, I'm believing that there's a gun there. Yeah. What if you're in Edmonton, Alberta? Someone says they got a gun. No. I, you know what? I don't think I would. I had a guy yell in my face, what is the punishment for statutory murder? Yeah. Did you know? No. <laughs> it's like, well, let me pull the internet up here. <laughs> According to section 362. No, he jumped out of an alley and screamed it in my face. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah, that's not a question you want to be asked. No, no. I, had, I had my uh, my earbuds in because I was listening to a podcast while I was walking. And uh, yeah, he scared the crap out of me. And he screamed in my face so loud that I heard it over my podcast. Mm-hmm. I thought about kicking him. I thought about kicking him. Could you have taken him down? No. Huh. Well, mm- was he on something? Yeah, well, yep. clearly you're probably on something if you're asking Yeah, that. you screamed it in my face. So, yeah, perhaps, maybe. It's, mm. it's hard to say. All right, off to Saskatchewan we're going to go for this next story here where I don't even know if anybody knew this dude was doing it. But his name is Zayal Johnston. And he was tired of putting off something that he wanted to do since he was 20 years old. So for nine months last year, Zayal walked 9,000 kilometers across Canada. Mm. Did anybody know he was doing this? No. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think that made news, did it? He wore a uh, he wore a step counter. Yeah. And he ended up tracking 11.8 million steps, in case you're wondering how long it would take, 
how many steps to walk across the country. Mm-hmm. Now, he said that the reason why he walked across the country was to find out if Canadians, in fact, are friendly. Oh, okay. And do you think he found out if we're friendly or not? Well, you know what? I'm, I would like to say yes, but I'm going to say no okay. because... I don't recall reading about him in the news last year, which means no one welcomed him in their home. All right, Ginge. Did Zael walk across the country because no one would pick him up? Like, was he attempting to hitchhike? Good uh, no. And our rudeness <laughs> did not pick him up. Splash him with puddles. <laughs> um, he said that he, the point of his journey was A, to see the country. Yeah. Mm. Easier ways. Yeah. Uh, and B, <laughs> uh, to, to see if we are, in fact, the friendliest people in the world. I'm going no. I'm going to say the that it's correct, the the myth. I guess not a myth then, that we're okay. the friendliest in, in the mm. land. Okay. He started in BC. Yeah. And how he started was he splashed his face with the water from the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Then he started walking. And he said, uh, he said all in all, Canadians didn't disappoint. Okay. But... It took him his walk to Calgary for someone to offer him his first place to stay. Damn. So no one in BC offered him anything. Hmm. No, no one offered him any sort of accommodations walking through the mountains? Nothing. No. <laughs> they said, get out of here, you mountain man. <laughs> yeah. That's his bar for friendliness? You have to offer him your house? Yes, he wanted... Yeah, Like that a was crash pad. He said that he did have some people offer him uh, up food. Because I think they thought he was a homeless man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also offered areas where he could set up his tent. But it wasn't until Calgary that was his first experience of someone offering him a place to stay. I probably wouldn't offer him my house. Oh, and get this. It was an elderly couple. So, again, uh-huh. elderly people, please don't let don't, me Don't don't let don't randoms let these, in your house. Don't let this suspicion be scammed. This guy from Yorkton in your home. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't going to leave. Yeah. Well, he did leave. Mm. He did leave. Uh, and then he kept walking again. And uh, he said Saskatchewan was fairly friendly. A lot of people let him uh, pitch his tent on their front lawns yeah. or on their <laughs> land. <laughs> well, that's his home province. It is his home province. Yeah. Uh, Manitoba, he doesn't say much about it. He probably ran him. through Manitoba. <laughs> 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 and I don't blame you, buddy. <laughs> he might have ran, ran through Manitoba. Uh, doesn't say much about Ontario or Quebec, but then once he gets over into the more eastern provinces, mm-hmm. so your New Brunswick's, your Nova Scotia's, and your Newfoundland, he said that's where the friendliness really started to amp up. Mm. I consider myself a friendly fella. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd offer Zael uh, a bedroom. Like if he walked down your street, knocked on your door, and he's no, like, hey, here's, here's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I got this uh, cool flag that I can get you to sign as well. Can I have a place to sleep? I don't know. I don't think that's the... That's a pretty high bar for friendliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he, he had to stay in a lot of small motels. Because mm. people wouldn't offer him... Did they... Did people give him money? Uh, some people did, yeah. He said that some people gave him money. Like, I picture that's what you would do. You threw money at him. Did he have one of those? <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> You're right, I would. <laughs> you know what? Here's $20. Just keep walking. $20. <laughs> Never look at me again. <laughs> did he have one of those, like, chase vans following behind him? No. Oh, he, he, was just- he was on his own. That's what I mean, because usually the news, like, follows journeys yeah. like this. Did he not have a phone for social media? Did he? Uh, no. Yeah, he did. He had a step tracker because he wanted to know how many steps it took to walk across the country. Yeah. And he had a GPS tracker. So, quote, his mother would always know where he was. Oh, okay. Does it say how long it took him? Uh, yeah, nine months. So he would have caught winter somewhere then, right? He did. He said he ended up spending, um, he was stuck on the Coquihalla Highway in BC for a month because winter was there. What? 
That's yeah, wait, he was near, that's not winter. Yeah, he was near the Coquihalla. He was also said uh, lots of blizzards near Lake, Lake Louise where he had to live in a small motel. Mm. So he didn't want to walk in bad weather. Yeah. He didn't want, well, mm. yeah, he said winter really screwed him. Mm. Did he not know about winter? <laughs> <laughs> Before he set up to walk across the country. Yeah, accordingly. He's, he's from Yorkton. He should know. He hit the Rockies in winter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, for, actually, from Winnipeg to Niagara Falls, he said he was always fortunate to find places to set up his tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up only staying in hostels or small motels a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said that East Coasters really like to give him coffee. Mm. East Coasters are very friendly. They are very, very friendly. welcoming. Yeah, they, w- they will. Mm-hmm. They will open their door for you. You're right. Uh, my mom opened her door to uh, some randoms on the road. What? There were these uh, two bros that were uh, just walking across... Uh, the province or doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she welcomed him in the house and made him a sandwich. But you guys, from what I understand, didn't live off like a highway. No, you had to go down a back road. So, so what were they? Yeah, uh, well, I agree with Ginge. What were they up to? This is suspicious. Well, I don't know why they walked down the road, but my mom just said she uh, welcomed them in the house and uh, made him a couple sandwiches. They chatted it up. I think they were walking to uh, Nova Scotia. Did she tell you this? Were you there or she told you this after the fact? Oh, it was after the fact. Oh, jeez. Yeah. They were walking to Nova Scotia. Yeah, they were walking to Nova Scotia. I think they had a sign or something. But oh, it was all legit, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it was all good. <laughs> they had a sign. Yeah. Like, so obviously they wrote it in marker on a piece of cardboard. Probably, I'm yeah. Guessing. Like yeah. East Coaster Bus. East Coaster yeah, Bus. Yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, and she, I don't know, she brought him in and uh, got him a couple sandwiches. They said uh, what their journey's all about, which I don't think was much. And when they got to Nova Scotia, they mailed her a postcard. Oh, no way. With a photo of them at Peggy's Cove. They're like, made it. Really? Yeah. With a little message on the back. Yeah. Maybe we were wrong, take. They didn't take her TV or anything. Or her jewels. We were wrong. We should Mm. open our doors. Nah, I'm actually good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really need a postcard. No, 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 this is a cute story, yeah. but it's not for me. <laughs> I think the happy endings are so few and far between on situations yeah. like this. Yeah, he did lose uh, a whole ton of weight, by the way. In case you're wondering about Yael, Zayel. Mm. Did people feed him? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He said that some people gave him. Um, yeah, some people gave him food. Give yeah, him a he, Timmy's gift card or something. He says now he's back at home in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. He's applied to become a forest firefighter. And he said that he, quote, made sure to mention his Canada-wide walk on his application. Oh, oh. I bet he mentions it everywhere. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he does. does. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it really aged him. How old is he? Uh, he's in his 20s. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. That's a 40-year-old dude. I know. It re- I think that Canada walk just weathered him. him. It did. Yeah. He should have got like a lotion sponsor or something. Keep his face moist. That actually, that picture isn't that bad. This is the very end. He went to the barber yeah. to get his beard cut off. Yeah, because he's got a burly beard. Yeah. What do you got there? Um, this is him 25 pounds lighter. And you can see he's sitting. Oh, no. Jeez. Like oh. it really ate. Like it he's in like his it, 20s? Yeah, he's in his 20s. Do you have without the beard? Uh, no, he didn't do an after shot. It must be terrible. Yeah, it's obviously horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> so good on him. He did, in fact, walk right across Canada. So Yeah, he looks like a tenured university professor. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah, that's him right at the very end. Like, where did his hair go? Well, I don't think the he really tickets. had it. All like of his it pictures, fell, he's got hats. It fell off the top of his head and landed on his chin. Yeah, might have. Jeez. Huh. 
So there you go. He walked across Canada. Well, He's all good. He survived it. And it turns out, for the most part, Canadians are friendly. Yeah, well, that's a good, uh, good study. There's other ways it? to do studies, yeah, no. but that's definitely <laughs> one way of doing it. That's the way he did it. Mm. All right, off to California we go for this next story, where a man was arrested after allegedly stealing a lottery ticket from his roommate. Mm. Now, here's the thing is the lottery ticket was a winner. <gasps> oh, my God. Now, the winner purchased a $30 scratch-off ticket, and he actually thought he won $10,000. Oh, sweet. Uh, now, this guy lives with a couple of dudes, so he's got roommates. Yeah. So he said to his roommates, oh, my God, you guys, I won ten grand." Yeah. And everyone was like, hey, you know, good for you. Yeah. And he planned to cash it in the next day. Yeah. Well, when he went to collect his winnings with his ticket, the clerk said, I'm sorry, I can't cash this. Your ticket has been altered. What? It turns out one of his roommates named Adul went to the same store, bought the same type of scratch-off ticket. <gasps> he then altered the losing ticket and swapped it with the winning one. Adul. <laughs> the next day, Adul went to the lottery office in Sacramento to claim the prize. And guess what, guys? It wasn't $10,000. What was it? Ten million. Ten million dollars? Damn! That he and he stole it from his buddy. And he stole it from his friend. Because he swapped out the damn ticket. Yep. Oh, I bet you they celebrated that night. They probably got drunk, and a duel's like just a drinking water yeah. and been like, "You need to pass out." He's lucky he only thought it was because if he did this for ten thousand, he would have killed him for ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, he's right. lucky he only thought it was ten thousand dollars. You're right. Ten milli. Now, at this point, when he went to cash in, the lottery officials were unaware that the ticket had been reported stolen. Mm. I don't know why. I guess they didn't get the memo yet. Yeah. And they began um, their administrative investigation. Now, why did they investigate? Because lottery officials in California automatically look into any prize worth more than $350,000. Okay. So they basically do a background check, make sure that you were the one who purchased the ticket. Maybe mm. they look at um, cameras yeah. from the day that the ticket was purchased, etc. Officials did exactly that, and they reviewed surveillance footage and noticed that a duel did not buy the winning ticket. <gasps> Damn. So they didn't tell a duel that. They said to a duel, "You know what, buddy? Congratulations! The oh. ten million is yours." Oh, they left it hanging, Lay and he's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! Be so sure to bring those fingerprints with you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a duel went down to the lottery office, all excited, thinking that he was about to collect ten million dollars. When the police were standing in the winner's room waiting for him. He's like, wow, this is official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was taken into custody. He is now in jail and he is charged with grand theft. Did the other guy get finally get his money? They're holding on to the ticket as they complete their investigation. But they're saying he most likely will get well, it. Well, yeah, because he would be on camera buying the ticket. As long as he knows when he bought it. Isn't that crazy? Wow. This is another reason you don't sit on your lottery winnings. Yeah, don't. Where did he have it? Just threw it on Just, his nightstand? No, he had it, yeah, at home. He thought it was 10 grand. On the fridge. Probably put it You're in the junk magnet. drawer or whatever. Yeah, on, yeah, on the fridge. Beer cozy. Sure. <laughs> so you cash those immediately. Yeah, lock it up if Isn't it's closed crazy? and then get it out the next morning. But I guess they swapped it that night. Yeah, they did. They yeah, took quickly ran out, got the same ticket. Good move, but man, is that skeezy. Yeah, and then away they go. Mm. All right, I'm this next story here, I want to talk about babysitters. And if you had um, a very horrible babysitter or a babysitter that you remember made you do some weird things, mm -hmm. um, I want to uh, I want to talk. I want to talk to you. I've only had a babysitter once in my life. Only once. Really? Oh. Yeah, me and my brother. Only once did we get a babysitter because it went south. What do you mean? 
Because like, was John a nightmare? And babysitters yeah. say they would never return. No, no. Actually, it's I don't know. The parents were just always around. They then didn't he, have anywhere to go. We were too far in the country, so it's a long drive to the city to do anything. Right. And they never. Yeah, le- oh I think yeah, because you went to the bingo halls and stuff. You were never left home alone. No, we were never left home alone either. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one time, I think my parents had something to do in the city. I don't know what it was, and they got our neighbor uh, Tanya to babysit us. And she was a Jesus-loving lady. Oh, boy. And I think she made us pray. Yeah, I bet she did. She's like, you little heathens. (laughs) Finally, I can get my claws into you. (laughs) I've been watching you little brats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got, she got. What a weird evening. Uh, Well, (laughs) like, where's mom and dad? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you leave us in this Oh, there was a, a funny uh, funny thread that happened about people saying, uh, babysitters saying the weirdest rules that they've been asked to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other people saying the weirdest things that babysitters made them do. Mm. So if you had a weird babysitter, but you still liked them, yep. you know, we're not going to go dark-sided here. We're going to keep it light. Maybe, like Crash, did your babysitter try to convert you to Catholicism? Yeah, to it Christianity? happens. Yeah, it happens. She was really pushing it. Didn't get through to us, though. It's only one night. Maybe that's why your parents only went out the one time. (laughs) Yeah. Right? They're like, no, we can't have this in our house. Um, Perhaps maybe uh, you were a babysitter and you had to follow some weird rules. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about adventures in babysitting and how weird did it get. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you've babysat, you've uh, you've run into some weird like rules of the house, weird traditions that you have to follow in a house. And... They're they're crazy because I I've, I've never had a babysitter nor did I babysit in my never yeah in my life. I I did a lot of babysitting it was a lot of it's how I made income for as a young teen and people just roll out the weirdest I guess you're going into someone else's house they have they yeah. have rules they They've have got rules their own little setup going uh, so we came across a list of um, some of the weirdest rules that either babysitters had to follow or that kids had to follow that babysitters set up because babysitters you just had a weird one yeah. Uh, this text here saying anonymous says, hey, guys, my babysitter used to catch worms and lay them in the sun to dry them out and then eat them. Ah! That's from Amber on the West Side. I'm going to say your babysitter didn't actually eat them and just toyed with you guys. So the babysitter would go and grab a bunch of earthworms and gross. Yeah. Lay them out in the yeah. sun and then show the kids to eat the worms. Yeah. And be like this and, Amber. Drop, and drop it beside your head and be like, mm. be like, if you're not good, this is going to be your dinner. Like and you're to like, freak out. <laughs> right. Like to freak out the kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Weird stuff that your babysitter has done, too. We'll take that. Uh, eating worms right at the top, obviously. Uh, Nathan's uh, here. How you doing, Nathan? Hey there, I'm doing well, and you? Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, your babysitter made you do something weird? Yeah, my parents had to go away for a bit, so we had a babysitter, and she was a close neighbor. Yeah. Uh, one time she went over, uh, she came over, and we wanted to go swimming, but she realized she locked herself out of the house because she wanted to grab her swimsuit and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the back door of her house was open, like the sliding door was open, but there was like this chain-link fence-style door with like slightly bigger holes. Yeah. And uh, she uh, she thought I was small enough, and she got me to squeeze through and break into her house so I could unlock her house and get a key out of the uh, house for her. Oh, and then let her in, and then she can go get her bathing suit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, she was like, okay, well, it's time to walk over to my house and break in. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little, uh, little crime spree there. Did you get in the house? 
Yeah, I uh, squeezed right through. They uh, later installed a uh, door with smaller holes because they realized that it wasn't as secure as they thought it was. Oh. Well, yeah, because if you're, you know, little you can just get in there. Yeah, you know you can get in once. Well, why wouldn't you do it again? Why wouldn't you do it again? Unlock Absolutely. the door. I was, I, they were all surprised because it didn't look like I was going to fit, but somehow like folded my shoulders enough to get through that hole. Oh, yeah. Like dislocate your shoulders and slide in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Nathan. Don't worry. You have a deal. Yeah, you too, Matt. Bye-bye. That's, uh, you know what? That's something because here's another text that says, hey, guys, yeah. uh, my babysitter used to think it was hilarious to watch my brother and I crawl through the dog door. If we wanted to come back in the house, she would yell at us to crawl in through the dog door because she thought it was funny. Well, things happen, right? Uh, Yeah, I I guess. Why wouldn't you do that? Another one here says, hey guys, a long time ago, like in 1995 or so, we had a babysitter that used to steal from our house while she babysat. What would she steal? Guaranteed there's a boatload of babysitters that stole stuff. Right? Probably anything. One time she came back to collect her babysitting money and my mom was having a party. Yeah. My mom ended up, quote, chilling her and her friend up. What does that mean? Is that a, like, roughing her up? Is that Does that no, mean I roughing them up? Oh! Oh, maybe. I don't know. No, I'm going to go more of your, your route. Oh, you think, like, it's, a, like, chilling them out? You gals need to really chill out here. You guys need, yeah. Yeah, you need to calm down. Right. Um, 780-489-4669 if you got a story to share. I'd love to hear it. Uh, we'll go with uh, Tegan. How you doing, Tegan? Good, how are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, so uh, did your babysitter get up to some weird stuff or what? Yeah, she definitely did. So I was about four years old, and my sister, she was in school already. So, of course, I was the one that was, um, like, you know, she was watching me during the day. Oh, yeah. So we went to go pick my sister up, and we pulled up to the car, like, to the school, and basically... It's in the middle of the summer, so of course all of the bugs are out and all of that kind of stuff. So ladybugs. Mm. There's this ladybug in the car with me. And at four, I didn't really understand ladybugs. I didn't know that they were, like, harmless. So she left me in the car and basically told me that if I move, that the ladybug was going to attack me and bite me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So from this day, like to this day, I have an irrational fear of ladybugs because of that day. Because she was just like, nope, it's going to fly at you. It's going to attack you. It's going to bite you. And it's not going to be good. Wow. Very still so that I think it was probably so that I didn't ruin her car. Oh, probably. Or you didn't try to get out or anything. Or you didn't try to get out of the car. Yeah. Did did you just sit there and stare at this ladybug the whole time? Basically, yeah, because I was also in my car seat. So, of course, you know, if you're in a car seat, you can't really go anywhere. And this ladybug's, like, flying around the vehicle. So, of course, there's this four-year-old screaming in the back of the seat. I'm so scared that it's going to fly at me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy that it created a scarring moment. So, to this day, you're terrified of them. Definitely. One lands on me and I freak out. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Okay. okay, thanks, Tegan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I guess that's one way of keeping well, kids in line, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, listen to this text. This is really weird. Mm. It says, hey, guys, my babysitter used to make us walk through the local cemetery looking at all the children's plots. What? I remember being so scared and so sad. It was awful. What a morbid thing to do. Why would you do that? Although I guess my school brought us to a cemetery. What? It was a field trip. We went to a cemetery and we all went there with paper, like loose leaf and crayons. And, oh my God, yes. And we would have to put 
our paper over yes. like names and stuff and do crayons and take names off of tombstones you, and have them on paper. You just jogged a memory of mine. We did the exact same thing. Why would we do that? Now, uh, we, did the, <laughs> it's just we did the exact same thing, Crash. I, but it I don't wasn't know the like, purpose of it. It wasn't like full scat paper like this. They were big like... It was big like your, your craft Like your art sheets. easel. Yeah. Like we would get a big thing of paper and a crayon. And we would take names. Yes, and we went to the local cemetery and we had to put the paper over yeah. and then do the crayon thing and we would go back to the school with that. You guys uh you guys want ghosts? <laughs> I don't know. I, know ghosts. I don't know what why did we I, do that? I totally forgot about that until right now. And if you lucked out on finding a sweet tombstone with a graphic yes. that was carved in it, oh man, this one. Nope, this is mine. We did, we did that with like uh coins. <laughs> And uh, some cool leaves we'd find. Oh. But never, you know, disrespecting the dead like that. We no. did it too. I remember they put huh? us all on a school bus, a yellow school bus, and off we went. Why? I have no idea why we did that. I, I don't know the reason for it. I just remember taking names. Did you get to pick the grave you desecrated yes. or would the teacher pick for you? No, uh, you pick. It was a free-for-all. The bus pulled up. What? Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. The bu- a park. Yeah, it, it was. was. The bus pulled it up was. in the cemetery, and we all unloaded out of the bus, and they handed big sheets of paper and crayons, yes. and you just looked through the cemetery, and all these kids have big white pieces of paper and crayons, and we're all against tombstones going, oh. And we're like, look at this one. Yes. And if you get like different fonts and stuff, I don't know the purpose. Or of if you it, could find the like the tombs on the ground that had like the, the, metal like the cherub angels or oh, yeah, the ones who died young, yeah. Right, yeah. Some sort of graphic or whatever, yeah. And like think of how many tombstones we put crayon all over. Yeah. Like that's terrible. Very. Because <laughs> guaranteed it didn't stay on the paper. I can't believe we did that. What um, a I just want to let you guys know that the Now family is flashing back hardcore. Apparently they were called grave rubbings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And a lot of kids say that they did it um, for, they would go to like a military cemetery and do it for Soldiers on Remembrance Day. Okay. I don't remember that part. No, we just went to a regular Joe Blow cemetery. This was a big field trip. I think every parent had to pay like uh, two bucks or something for gas. Grave rubbings, one, sounds like something like some teens would get into. Yeah. Uh, Two, or like a turn of the century uh, witchcraft, like if you had a bad cough. Your mama take you down to the graveyard to rub a uh, rub against a tombstone to get rid of it. <laughs> uh, Carrie in the West End says, "Hey guys, they still do this." Yeah. My son went in grade one with his class. Oh, okay. So they're still doing it. They're still grade rubbing one? tombstones. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God, I can't believe you you remember that. I know, that. I just, we did that too. It was great that we were yeah. out of school. As a kid, I didn't find it weird. I'm like, whatever. Look at the cool fonts and graphics I can, I can find. Yeah, I don't remember ever finding it eerie. It I was like, eerie. oh, this is just cool because when I do this with the crown on the yeah. paper, this image shows up. I'm like, all these crappy flowers and vases are in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's put my paper against Why this Why is this stone? old lady crying over here? <laughs> Beat it, Grandma. Yeah, right? I'm to do some art. <laughs> crap in my style. <laughs> what a weird That's thing. crazy. But no one really, if it's Inside a regular cemetery, no one really knows why. Uh, people what? were saying, was it mixed with Remembrance Day? You know what? It very well might have been. I, I don't my remember memory that. of it is, is not sharp enough to know if it was this Remembrance one? Day. Were they or not. teaching embossing and embalming? Um, yeah, I don't. All I, your embossed letters. <laughs> I don't remember going into the funeral home. Like, do you? Did you guys go in for a tour? No. No, we didn't no, either. We just kept it to the yeah. field, probably until we got kicked out. You weren't doing rubbins on the fresh bodies. No, no. no. And I here's wish. the other thing too: is <laughs> I I remember the weather being nice. 
Oh, it was always a so beautiful sunny day. it wasn't November. Day. It wasn't. It was always a beautiful day. Yeah. It must have been uh, right before summer vacation. This was like our year-ender. <laughs> yeah. Big blowout. Yeah, big blowout. Take us to the cemetery. the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> this text here says, I am a teacher and I don't understand this. I need to find out why. Oh, do yeah. it. <laughs> Get it in your budget and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio. Yeah.